When that light hits the sky, it's not just a podcast, it's harmless phosphorescence. One. What's black and blue and dead all over? Your host, Throw Smiley. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, but you can call me Ray Wenge. I'm Brian Lesh, and it's been more than two years. I don't even know who you are, man. They think I'm hiding in the shadows, but I am the shadows. I'm Alaric Weber. Middle name <laughs> Vengeance. <This>. Middle name? <laughs> Last name Collins. <laughs> this is Armless Phosphorescence. It's a podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero ever made. We gather some research into the production and source material, and we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You want to be a patron too? Go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got a lot of bonus content there. We got Star Wars shows and music shows. We do a monthly movie every month. We do a non-superhero movie. Pretty soon we'll be doing a bunch of those. We don't got a lot of superhero movies left. We, we almost did them all. Which hey, is... Hollywood, make more superhero movies. No, Al. We're all Al, stop. Yeah, don't whoa, don't, don't whoa. encourage that. Slow your roll, man. Yeah. Uh, they're doing it. It's happening. Yeah, it's it's going on. Already have. Um, uh, last month, our uh, our monthly movie was uh, Dracula. He wasn't dead and loving it. He was, in fact, very angsty about it. It was Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. Um, totally was. The hot topic, Dracula. And this month, we got our winner. Our February monthly movie is going to be BMX Bandits. Quite. Oh snap! <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna build, so, build some dirt jumps. In my backyard. Yeah, yeah. Josh's uh, Josh's nomination won over uh, what was it? One over the right stuff, Strange <laughs> Brew, and uh, what was yours, Al? I was trying to remember that this morning myself. Um, and and a third undisclosed <laughs> movie, which also it was another one where we were all like, yeah, it was really good. Too. It's a good pick. Yeah, uh, that'll be our uh, our first G-rated movie. I think it's just rated G. <laughs> we didn't do Air Bud, <laughs> not yet. Oh, that's no, a no. that's the Bud verse. <laughs> that's, that's like a whole. Verse. We got to get to that's the a whole mini series. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, this week, all right, BMX Bandits, right on. Yeah, BMX Bandits. That'll be coming this month at some point in February. Uh, kind this... of a gleaming the cube for. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it since I was like not just like young but like a kid kid so same same here yeah um this week though on harmless phosphorescence we are going to be watching the bat man Trying to reach you. 
the gun! This is a powder king, and Rither's the match. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Hear everything they say, ain't you? Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. Man, released March 4th, 2022, with a running time of 176 gazillion minutes. It cost $200 million, made $770 million. So it wasn't quite a no way home money, but it was pretty darned good. Um, hey, it, it, FYI, uh, my, my pick was uh, The Man with Two Brains. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's a fun one. Okay, back to the... <laughs> regularly scheduled did this make more money than nolan's batman movies or did it make less no no um the dark knight is still in the top 10 of all time movies oh, okay it was like almost two billion <laughs> so um it, yeah um it, this is i think this did no it also didn't it, i think this did better than um batman begins but not as good as either of the dark knight movies um this this didn't have an r rating right I don't think so. The Batman. I don't think so either. There's no blood or nudity. There wasn't. Or, yeah, there cursing. wasn't nudity or curse. Yeah. Um, but the three-hour runtime. I don't have children, but if I had children, I would absolutely not take them to a three-hour-long movie. <laughs> right. I might drop them off at it, but I wouldn't take them to it. Yeah, I, I agree. I saw it with Jude, and he came out stoked as hell. He was like, "Wow, it's my Batman!" <laughs> like. <laughs> but yeah. he's the ripe age for this, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Whereas, like a ten-year-old, they're going to be crying or asleep by the. Oh, absolutely! Act. Yeah, no, a kid is going to be like, "What the fuck?" Um. So yeah, speaking of the box office, guys, you ready to play the box office top ten game? Here, yeah. here is the game where I am going to describe the top ten movies of the week for March fourth, twenty twenty-two. Less than a year ago, less. <laughs> than a year and you guys are gonna try to uh guess what movie i'm describing um it's kind of (laughs) crazy how close we are by the time we get to the end of the list we'll be talking about a box office that's like three weeks prior so yeah like quantum mania yeah quantum mania that's gonna be our last one 
um, before we catch up. Um, so here we go. Uh, the top 10 movies of the week for March 4th, 2022 at number 10. Music superstars Cat and Bastion are getting married before a global audience of fans. But when Cat learns seconds before her vows that Bastion has been unfaithful, she instead decides to marry Charlie, a stranger in the crowd. This is the first time I've ever heard of this movie. The Neverending Story Part 3. <laughs> Bastion! Um, this stars Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez? What? I'm less than a year. <laughs> I had no idea this movie Is he the exists. random guy from the crowd? Because that makes sense. I think he's the random guy from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It also stars someone named Maluma. <laughs> They've awakened Maluma, and now the way who I assume is planned. some who who looks like there's some sort. He looks like he's some sort of pop star type guy, maybe from another country. I have no idea. This is the first time I'm hearing of Maluma. All right, so this movie's called "Love the One You're With." Yeah, it's, it's as generic as that of a title, but maybe even more generic. <laughs> Who's <It's>, that fella? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Wilson, Owen, and me? No. Um, it's called Marry Me. <laughs> Marry uh, Me. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I might say yes to J-Lo if he, she handpicked me from a crowd. Oh, I'd fucking marry I mean, J-Lo in a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, Especially if she handpicks you from a crowd. Like, there's no prenup. There's no time. Of course I'm married. Is that how time. that works? If you're pulled up on stage, you're betrothed to whoever pulls you up. And you have to sing and dance. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, you like, are their monkey. The now. rhythm is gonna get me. Wait, that's a different one. I'm sorry, JLo. <laughs> Don't still... be fooled by the rocks that she's got. You're She'll still Jenny from the block. I'm a crowd because right. she's Jenny from the block. That's right. She is. Um, at number nine this week at the box office. 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked a quiet town, a new killer comes and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Last the never-ending never story part three. <laughs> yes. Ow. Is that Scream? Is that it is the Scream. Last scream? Oh, yeah, sorry. the most recent Scream, which they... It's the reboot, right? Which has been... I, I mean, it's true. a it's a legacy sequel. It's not really a reboot, but because it's got, yeah, that's true. The actors appear. Yeah, it's a continuation, but and which is part one. of the the naming convention that's been popular recently, which drives me out of my fucking mind. Where they simply name the new legacy sequel the same title as the original movie, which gets incredibly right. oh. confusing. Yes. Um, yes. at number eight this week. Too self-conscious to woo a beautiful woman himself. A wordsmith helps a another young man nab her heart through love letters. Cyrano. Cyrano with Peter Dinklage, yeah. And Haley Bennett and Kelvin Harrison Jr. Okay. At least I mean that that bro's cold. Kelvin. That's cold. Uh, at number seven this week after 11 years the crew's back for another movie 
<laughs> okay. Do they mean the behind the scenes crew? I mean, I mean that's not. That's. <laughs> I can't think of a more descriptive thing for this movie. It, this movie is not a narrative film. It is part of a popular series. The tagline is "Some people never learn." Um, they are. It is. It's. I don't have a narrative. It does not have a narrative. It's not exactly a documentary. It's more of a Sex in the City, the movie part three. <laughs> um, the never-ending Sex in the City movie part three. <laughs> the story. Never-ending Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the style of all the episodes, they right. seem like they never end. Uh, um, this uh, <laughs> this is a group of guys and some 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 ladies. There's a few ladies in there. They get together, they do some crazy stuff, and they film it. Oh, Jackass. Jackass Forever, yes. Oh, forever. Yeah. That's what it was called, Cass. Jackass Forever. It's, it had Mr. Freeze. Um, Jackass. <laughs> All right. There were a lot of nipples in this movie. Yeah, uh, always yeah. in that. Number six, we had last week, Sing 2. Four, like three months later, is still in the fucking top ten. They're very popular movies. Yeah, I've never seen either of them. Jude was oh, just, just too old for that kind of movie when the first one came out. Um, at number five, while on vacation, our protagonist must investigate the murder of a young heiress. <laughs> oh, it hard is, stop! It is. <laughs> it is part of a very well-known mystery series. Um, though this this particular version of it isn't as well regarded as some previous ones. Bond? Not Bond. Mystery, not action or adventure. Mystery. Poirot? It is a Poirot. Oh, is this Weed. Murder on the Nile? Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Murder Death on the Orient Express, Nile. Death on the Nile. <laughs> and a party in my pants. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't a murder. She <laughs> no fell off the boat. Up, but... yes. Eaten by an alligator. Uh, I had an alligator. So at the end, so it was the alligator. <gasps> Take the rest in. The crocodile. Curls his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, drinking tea. Yeah, that's right. I think crocodiles, right? In the Nile? Yeah. Yeah. How do you cuff a crocodile? Very you carefully, what? Al. Very <laughs> carefully. <laughs> at number four at the box office this week. A young man asks an older doctor for help. However, it goes wrong. <laughs> That's as vague as I can make this. Kevorkian, the movie. <laughs> Younger Frankenstein. Wrong. Yeah, baby Kevorkian. Um, baby Kevorkian babies. Um... Let's see. Uh, it has a somewhat tragic ending with his girlfriend and best friend. Um, tragic for him, not for them, really. Oh, wait, they leave him for each other? Uh, I guess the best friend isn't with him, but... Uh, it's uh, a... Or are they eaten by an it's, alligator? It's, pro it's the <laughs> what? It's the, Sorry. It's the eighth, eighth movie of this property. What? And we've watched every single one of them. 
Is this, this is a Spider-Man movie. This is No Way Home. <laughs> it's No Way Home. A young man asks oh. an older doctor for help, and it goes wrong. <laughs> In my mind, somebody got tickled by a doctor. <laughs> uh, okay. Subtitle now baby Kevorkian forever now. In my mind. And it <laughs> goes terribly wrong. <laughs> Wake up. They gave you breasts. I mean, uh, did I have to pay for it? <laughs> Well, yeah, because you you this went is America, Brian. thinking there was a different true. surgery going to happen. Nobody's getting top surgery for free in this country. Nobody's getting boobs for free, yeah. natural or otherwise. Uh, at number three this week, two former Army Rangers are paired against their will on a road trip of a lifetime. They race down the Pacific coast to get to a fellow soldier's funeral on time. I'm I'm so happy. Tim Allen and John Travolta. The description itself, I didn't have to change anything. The description itself left out the main conceit of the film. Or is this Mark Wahlberg and Jason Statham? Which who is what? Yeah, what combo? Machismo men is this? Uh, It's Channing Tatum and a lady. Oh, with Sandra Bullock. No, it is not. Oh, (laughs) the lady is actually. Uh, a Belgian Malinois. (laughs) It's called Dog. Channing Tatum and a Dog. Oh my god, a dog picture. Is the movie really called Dog? The movie's called Dog. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He's technically an army ranger. The dog. The tagline is a filthy animal unfit for human company and a dog. (laughs) Oh! Snap! (laughs) Ding, ding, ding! That roast battle was one. I don't know. Marketing. I've never seen Channing Tatum dirty. He's always like clean and waxed. Yeah, oily. Like oiled up. <laughs> well, I, I, that's how he keeps the that, dirt off This of is the end, right? <laughs> Where he's the- oh, yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Okay, I take it back. I have seen him frighteningly dirty. <laughs> and uh, have you seen a Bullet Train? <laughs> oh, yeah. Where, where Brad Pitt. He's a uh, Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, has a cameo in that. And and Channing Tatum's like, is this a sex thing? (laughs) Because it's cool if it is. Uh, At number two this week, Tom Holland is a young man recruited by a seasoned veteran. Is this Uncharted? It's Uncharted. Not Iron Man. Not, not, Not Civil War, but Uncharted. Come on, kid. This is our Mark Wahlberg of the week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Wow. And the Wahlberg of the week. In the most generic poster I've ever seen. It's blue and orange, and there's a bunch of heads and then some sunlight. <laughs> like, not attached to bodies? No, just them, it's their heads. Like just like looking off into the distance. Yeah. Heads are popping. And number one this week at the box office. When a sadistic serial killer begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is for- forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. The never-ending yes. story, part three. Yes. The Batman and the Riddler together again for the very first time. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. He's a reluctant hero? Yeah, no. I don't think so. no, he's, he's all forced in. to do something. He is into this. <laughs> this shit. was all his idea. <laughs> uh, that is the box office top ten for the week. Um, Al, I'm curious. 
I I kept I looked through the cast or the uh, the characters. Are there any characters we haven't previously discussed? We've done um, Catwoman, the Riddler, Batman, Gordo, uh, uh, Maroni and Falcone. Maroni and Falcone. Yeah. Um, no, I I'm, I was pretty sure that uh, we had uh, talked about all of these characters before. Well, well, actually, uh, there, there there was one. Dottie Dory. the maid. Oh, Dottie the <laughs> maid. Yeah. From Dory. The, Dory. Dory. Dory the the Wayne Manor maid. As she appeared. <laughs> Albert well, has a the I, butler has a maid. Yeah. I, That's how rich yeah, exactly. Bruce Wayne is. Well, I have a, a point to make shortly, but uh, what was her name on the 60s series? Was it Aunt Hazel or Aunt Oh, I can't remember. Margaret. But she also lived in the manor. Hmm. So, uh, uh, I don't know if they were bringing that back or what. It might have been an Easter egg towards that. It was weird to see somebody in Wayne Manor who wasn't Bruce or Alfred because we never see that. Does never. she know also? I don't think so because in the, the show, that character didn't know oh. and was very dim-witted, especially compared to Alfred and Bruce. Of course. She never would Same have figured out the, the Riddler's fiendishly clever riddles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, no new characters. Um, but I just I uh, wanted to point out uh, some of the influences of uh, for this movie, uh, as stated by the the crew. Um, they said uh, it was based on Year One by uh, that was in 1987 by Frank Miller, written mm-hmm. by um, The Long Halloween, um, which ran from 96 to 97. Uh, that was written by Jeff Loeb. Um, they stated something called Ego, which was a one-shot uh, comic that came out in 2000, written by Darwin Cook. Yes. Um, I personally noticed um, similarities to Batman Earth One, uh, the first volume of which came out in 2012, and that was written by Jeff Johns. Um, that was like a a modernization reimagining of of Batman. Um, it was uh, it was kind of a year one story. Um, sh- portrayed Bruce Wayne in a, a very different light. Um, very uh, flawed, prone to making mistakes. Um, you know, learning to be the Batman kind of thing. Uh, that was an interesting book. In that, I think it was the first comic book that showed Batman's eyes through the mask. Mm. Um, which you know we've seen his eyes in the movies ever right. since the all the Batmans. Um, but in a comic book, that was a a rare thing, um, and sort of an effective device to yeah. to humanize him. Really, <laughs> yeah. um, if you have need the eyes. If you haven't checked out uh, Batman Earth One, uh, it's a good read. I, I suggest it. I mean, it's obvious there are some year one elements. Those elements are pretty obvious, but he's already been there. They're getting used to him, and he's right. hasn't been long. Hasn't been long, but it's been two know, years having... now. He says uh, so in in the movie. So. And it's it's less like a like the actual graphic novel year two than 
than year one. But yeah, time-wise, yeah. uh, he has been around for a while. He's already gotten a bad signal. Got uh, Gordon's already on his side, that kind of thing. But then at the same same time, the bat signal is you know like almost pulled and ripped apart. Like it wasn't made by Batman himself. It looks like scrap metal was welded together, mm. all twisted. Making it a new, yeah. like, I need a new way. To, I need to get a hold of him. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Thanks, Al. Um, so that brings us to the film itself. Um, let's go back. This is our first... Um, this is our first standalone Batman movie since uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Um, of course, in between, we got... Uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, which started out as a solo Batman movie, but then Zack Snyder was like, but what if I just do another thing? Uh, what if soup comes along? Um, so after that, <laughs> after Batman v Superman, um, Ben Affleck was going to write and direct his own Batman movie. Um, and I'll say, okay. Yeah. No, that was fine. Like, I was excited for that. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Um, he said it was based huh. on um, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum, a serious house on serious earth, um, some oh, elements yeah, of Nightfall, wow. and some elements of the game Batman Arkham Asylum, all of which are great source material. It was going to take place primarily um, around a mass breakout of Arkham Asylum. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, uh, death, which is the death- cut. Do you remember? Oh, sorry, Al. Oh, Deathstroke was supposed to be the the main villain mm-hmm. in, in that one, for what I read. Yeah, um, the Riot uh, premise that was there was a one off graphic novel about Arkham Asylum uh, came out in the nineties or eighties. I, don't know if I think that familiar. that was was that a serious house on serious earth, Arkham Asylum, a serious house on silly serious earth. Because I think that was a separate okay. series that came later, but um, mm. the um, the inmates taking over the asylum yeah. was a well th- that one was about story. them taking over the asylum it was illustrated by dave mckeon hmm. okay so that was later yeah this was bill uh he has a stanowich he has a <laughs> eastern mm. european name i can't pronounce where before alex ross he he was the guy that did paintings like each panel with okay. a canvas painting <laughs> anywho um, so they've always mar- mentioned Arkham and they've never taken us there really. And it's a fascinating place, way yeah. more fascinating than we've been to city hall. So many times we've been to the police station. So many times. Yeah. Yeah. No, in the films, we don't go there very much. Just little brief bits here and there. Yeah. We don't see uh, life inside separate from him. I don't think do we've spent enough time in the Gotham library. <laughs> Nobody has. I don't think anybody. The Gotham, Gotham DMV. Has. <laughs> the corruption is everywhere. Yeah, where did Bat- the Joker get the, the plates for that car? Remember, yeah, no, we've yeah. had this discussion before. Yeah, Bat- Batman's trying to get his tags renewed for the Batmobile. He's like, I've been in line three hours. I pictured the Riddler being the one there because he's so mad at like the way civil service works. <laughs> you just picture me like, I'm 21. That guy's 42. <laughs> um so anyways he he wrote uh the treatment or the the script um and started pre-production on it um 
Batgirl was also going to be in that one. But then after the whole. Was that, I, I was, was he like co-writing that with Jeff Johns or something? Um, uh, he, Batgirl movie? He was co-writing. With, ben Affleck, right? We're talking ben, about yeah, Ben, ben Affleck. Ben oh, Affleck. Benny. Yeah, he he was co-writing it, um, with Jeff Johns. Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, it could have been cool. It could have been. No, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I I'm think sure. So. Yeah, I, I from all anyway. accounts, it wasn't a bad script. Like there was nothing in. Like I would, I would like to have seen that movie, but um, well, I, yeah, I mean, Ben Affleck is good, uh, you know. Period, and he it's been evident throughout his career that he takes comic books seriously. He's not there for a paycheck. Like he's invested in playing superheroes. Yeah, and Jeff Johns, bam. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, would have been cool. Um, but then the whole Justice League thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> they started to unionize. Yeah. Um, and he kind of, I, for, I, there's a lot of conflicting accounts. Um, there's some stuff about his sobriety. There's some stuff about uh, him and the, you know, the Warner Brothers guys and him having issues with how, the franchise was being run and he he dropped out for whatever reasons he decided not to direct then a few months later he decided he wasn't going to be in the movie at all um he got together with jenny from the block again yeah it's it's like yeah it's benefer part two midlife crisis over yeah (laughs) back to adult things his midlife crisis yeah oh god um yeah i'm gonna start dating that girl i was dating in my 20s again that'll fix everything um so uh (laughs) basically uh, by 2017 um it was he decided it was over um he dropped out completely and so they started getting people together uh, they started getting a short name of people to direct it. Um, Dennis uh, <laughs> Villanue, uh, George Miller, Ridley Scott, Matt Ross, all were considered. Um, Matt Reeves was on that list, and they decided to go with him. George uh, Miller. Wild. That would have been crazy. I, uh, Yeah. Um, so Matt Reeves did direct it. Um, he has a writing credit too. Uh, we have, let's see, spoken about him most recently. On no, we haven't. This is our first Matt Reeves movie. He hasn't done a previous superhero movie, and we ha- he hasn't done one we've done on the uh, the monthly either. I thought we had weird. Um, so Matt Reeves did um, the Planet of the Apes movies, Cloverfield, uh, Let Me In. Um, all good stuff. Um, he did a lot yeah. of TV prior to that too. Um, he directed a bunch of episodes of Felicity, which is how he got on Cloverfield. He knew J.J. Abrams. Um, but <clears throat> uh, he wrote it. He he looked at the script and said, "This is a totally good script, but it's not the Batman movie I'm interested in making." Um, and uh. Warner Brothers said, all right, write a new one. So he did. He got together uh, with... <laughs> and David S. Goyer was on vacation. Yeah. Um, 
uh, uh, he, yeah, David Escoyer doesn't even have a producing credit on this, so it's yeah. crazy. Man, uh, I think, how's he going to uh, feed Matt his family? Reeves, <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> um, he, I hope that Matt Reeves is like, we're done. We're done with that. Okay, that guy's had his hand on. Dude, too much. I hope we are done with David Escoyer on because Jesus. I bet with James Gunn in charge. Hmm. I mean, maybe David is a very nice guy, but like he he has not helped. <laughs> no, <laughs> other than the first Batman eighty nine. Yeah, no, he's not. He's been coasting. Um, but Matt Reeves got with uh Peter Craig to write the script. Peter Craig wrote um, let's see, his big credits are are uh the Hunger Games, Mockingjay, Bad Boys for Life, um, and Top Gun Maverick. Uh, he is <laughs> sequels. Yeah. He seems to be a dude that just works in, uh, just does whatever they want to throw at him. I, uh, I think he does Utility. some doctoring, some uncredited doctoring. Right. And I, there's not a lot on what that consists second, of second unit. Yeah. Um, so they got together, <clears throat> they started writing throughout 2017 and 18. Right um, this is the point where, where Ben Affleck dropped out of, the movie altogether and went to rehab. So um, he stopped. He was, he decided at this point he wasn't going to be Batman himself either. So they started uh, casting around for a new Batman um, in 2019. <laughs> Affleck starring as sad man. Yeah. Affleck starring as that dude in the meme where he looks like he just has had enough shit, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. How do you like them apples? He was Not Batman and that, that that was the Batman v Superman or Justice League press, right? That oh so, that that yeah, was the meme that's where what the meme like, was from. It was Batman v yeah. Superman. Okay. Well, I'm pretty th- sure. For some reason it does refer to that. Oh uh, yeah. All right. So uh yeah. Well no, sad sad Affleck is from that. Affleck smoking like oh Jesus is from a little later oh, on. What's from then? Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh <laughs> Yeah, so so they started casting for a, a new Batman. Um, they uh, let's see, Nicholas Holt, Army Hammer, and Aaron Taylor Johnson were all considered, but they ended up going with Robert Pattinson. Um, and they started filming at the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Um, they start production, got it together, filmed for a couple weeks. And then, then something happened in March of 2020. Corvid. Yes, yes, yes. And they didn't get to film for another. They, they had to stop filming for a year and a half. Um, wow. It was originally scheduled to come out at the beginning of 2021. It got pushed back about a year. Um, <clears throat> so our cast does. That brings us to our cast. Uh Robert Pattinson. We have not. We, we haven't had him before, have we? No. Huh. Weird. I still argue that the Twilight movies are superhero movies. Change <laughs> my mind. I mean. I'll change you. your mind. Right. <laughs> that's, that's all. Just you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Robert Pattinson, of course, got his like big break. He kind of came to be known as Cedric Diggory in uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Then he got his real big break playing Edward Cullen in the Twilight films. Um, after Twilight, he's 
I'm he's done some good work post Twilight. Yeah. Yes. I like the dude. The lighthouse was crazy. Um, this um this role suits his sort of flat affect and you know early on I thought he was like Kristen Stewart, you know, just vacant and yeah, same performance every time. But no, he, he started doing good work. Yeah, absolutely. Same as Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he's he's still treated like a kid because of the way he plays Parker, but he's done some really adult fucking shit. He's a Mormon uh homicide investigator in this Hulu series. Oh it's, wow. It's really interesting. Well that Garfield that uh that that fucking um Scorsese movie about the priest with Garfield and uh Adam Driver oh. was Oh yeah, yeah. in Japan. Like, yeah, I didn't really dig the movie that much, but Garfield was really good. Um has anybody read any uh, interviews with Rob Pattinson? He is quite possibly the funniest print interview I've ever read. The dude, right. the dude is hilarious. Um, so, a just a quick anecdote I read: um, he was being stalked by some some girl, some like late teens girl, um, who would just stand outside his house or follow him to his, you know, like uh, it's fan stalking, but nothing like dangerous. She was just annoying. It was always there. Um, eventually he got so sick of her constantly like being everywhere he went that he just like went out and was like, do you want to come have dinner with me? Let's go sit. Let's go have dinner. And he sat down and just complained about every little annoyance in his life for 45 minutes until she was like, listen, dude, I got to go. All right. And she never stalked him again. There you go. That's a power move. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then have her pay. (laughs) Uh, that's how all my first dates go (laughs) (laughs) so so guarded and defensive (laughs) Uh, so but yeah no dudes i yeah no dude is funny absolutely um uh he was in tenant we forgot tenant oh shit that's right yeah he was in he was the guy well not John David Washington was he was the guy. He was the Tom Hardy of ten. Yeah. <laughs> to Tom Hardy's Inception character. He was interesting in that movie. He was Tenet, which I I have some problems with Tenet in general. But well, yeah, so I have the same problem with Tenet that I have with this movie. Who the hell did the audio for the voices? Jesus, yeah. Uh, we got Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, the Catwoman. Um, we did. Talk about her in X-Men First Class. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, she was also girl. in Mad Max Fury Road. Um, she voiced Mary Jane in Spider-Verse. Um, she was in Lisa Bonet. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she wasn't in Lisa Bonet. Yeah, and her dad is my favorite Jewish named black rock singer of all time. Saw so him live. Who was with me for that show? I didn't see him. I wasn't there. I think it was a Lollapalooza. Actually. Was it? Um, yeah, I'd love to see Lenny Kravitz as a teenager. I didn't get it, but as an adult, I'm into it. Oh yeah, yeah it's just guitar rock. I yeah. mean, when I saw, it, yeah, he's just whipping his dreads around and like doing wearing leather riffs. pants, but flying. But also, if I had never heard of Lenny Kravitz, I would absolutely assume that that he's a banker <laughs> or some sort of accountant. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you watch a dude do accounting for an hour. <laughs> um, apparently, they're related to Al Roker. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, 
Oh, okay. No, I didn't realize Lenny Kravitz is actually half Jewish. Okay, cool. His last name's Kravitz. Yeah. You don't remember the Chappelle show racial racial draft joke? Oh, that's right. The Jewish coalition chooses Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of there's a lot of African-Americans who have last names that make no sense for their actual heritage. Fair point. Very fair point. Mm -hmm. Um, True. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I I dug her in this a lot. I thought she was a really good Catwoman. Channeling large aspects of Eartha Kitt's performance, yeah. um, she, uh, her physicality, she was, she must have sat and watched cat videos for days mm-hmm. before playing this role. Yeah. I don't think anyone was miscast. No. I think it was an excellent casting job for the whole movie. Yeah, the cast was great. Paul Dano as the Riddler. Um, let's see. Uh, there will be blood. I think is probably the first place I I noticed him. Oh, yeah. oh, he was oh. in Little Miss Sunshine. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, he was in Detroit Rock City. I think right. Oh, is I that know him? He, yeah, he did a few younger um roles before. Interesting. He's the most midwestern dude ever. Yeah, yeah he's in that. He's in that movie Prisoners or Prisoner, like Terrence Howard and Hugh Jackman. They're like kid, their daughters get abducted, and Paul Dano's the local creep who has an RV, and they abduct him because the cops won't do anything. Hmm. Twist: Jake Gyllenhaal's a detective. But twist: uh, <laughs> You could probably guess. Um, but yeah, they torture Paul Dano just just yeah, local weirdo. Uh, I'm I'm not seeing uh, Detroit Rock City. Yeah, neither am I. And then he wasn't in that. Um, he, he was, was in uh, a similar movie around that time. Yeah, it wasn't almost famous. Let's see, he was in that. Lie, something called Lie. That's his first. Mm-hmm. The girl, the Emperor's Club, the girl next. Oh, he was in the girl next door. Oh. Huh. The Ballad of Jack and Rose. I don't know. Um, uh, he was so in. Big. He was in a Swiss Army Man. Um, yeah, he was. And of course, uh, most recently, the Fablemans. Um. Oh wow, he was in. He was in three episodes of The Sopranos. Hmm. Um, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner, well, Lieutenant Gordon James Gordon. Um, Jeffrey Wright. Um, has been acting for years he's been like a character actor for many many years i feel like he didn't really get any his due until uh westworld i feel like that's when he kind of like blew up as far as public consciousness goes but prior to that he wasn't so much he was in like spike spike lee movies right um like, yeah yeah he was do he, the right thing i forget which one he was in. he wasn't in do the right thing he was in Ooh, what was I know he was in something. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if he was in any yeah. Spike Lee movies. Um, saw him in something where he was younger. He was in Jumping at the Boneyard, which is I rem- I vaguely he was in remember. Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, he was in. Well, his first movie was Presumed Innocent. That Harrison Ford, nineteen ninety. That's his first credit uh, film. He credit. was he's in Love and Mercy, isn't he? Young Brian Wilson. <laughs> yeah, says Brian from the past. Yep, I bet. 
That's cool. Uh, he was in Ali, uh, Casino Royale. He, uh, um, that's right. He's Felix. He's, yeah. In, CIA. In, agent. Yeah. Quantum yeah, Solace. Mm-hmm. He played W, uh, or he played Colin Powell in W. Um, he was, he was a, in all the Hunger Games. He was in all the Hunger Games. Yeah. Oh, we moved on to Jeffrey, right? Man, I was still... Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, young Brian Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I was very confused by that. I was like, do you? Does he mean? From yeah, Jeffrey Wright played young. Brian. <laughs> I was like, I okay, maybe it's a different your... Brian Wilson you're talking about. I understand uh, your uh, reaction. I don't understand you not correcting me. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. So we got um. I think he could do it, though. I think he could play Brian Wilson. He could probably sing falsetto. <laughs> um, uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, more recently, he was the watcher in uh, What If. Oh, That's yeah. right. That's yes. Fantastic narration. Oh, yeah. and he was he was Destiny in The Sandman. Mm. Really? Wait. We didn't see We Destiny. had Destiny in The Sandman? Uh, oh, in the Audible. Oh, oh the audio. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the audio. I'm sorry. The podcast series. Right? I was gonna say. Was my like, bad. We got there already. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember that. Gotta yeah, rewatch that. Desire and despair. Um, John Turturro as Car- uh, Carmine Falcone. Um, I find it hard <laughs> to find John Turturro threatening in any way, but I think he pulled it off. Um, yeah. he's played some badasses. He has his his first credit was Raging Bull. I mean, really? Falcone is is a typical mob boss. He doesn't get his hands dirty. No. He's yeah. sort of tough by means of aura. I I love I love every time he was a uh, like on the audio where he was like killing the girl and everything. He was like, oh, you saw that? <laughs> like I was like, yep, there's Tadro. Yeah. Like oh gosh, okay, I guess I gotta kill you. Very <laughs> Weasley. Yeah. Um, yeah, his first his first film credit ever was Raging Bull. Um, oh, the Flamingo Kid! Wow, I remember that movie. Desperately Seeking Susan, Color of Money. Oh, Gung Ho! Oof. Um, of course, he wasn't Do the Right Thing. Um, Miller's Crossing, Barton oh, Fink, so good in that. Jungle Barton Fever. Fink. God, John Turturro did a lot. Um, he was great in Quiz Show. Um, Lebowski. Lebowski. Yeah, of course. Lebowski. And the sequel to Lebowski. Yeah, the one he got. Um, oh, Brother, Where Art there? All of the Cohen the, no, movies the he Jesus. did were great. Yeah. <laughs> the Jesus. I, that's, oh, God. Yeah, the sequel yeah. wasn't great. Um, I haven't seen it. I'm uh, not going to. I, yeah, I haven't seen it. I it's not worth it. It is not worth it. I forgot he was in Transformers. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he's the one who, who asks if. He's looking at the nuts of one of the Transformers. Transformers. Like, Are those its testicles? Uh. Um, <laughs> Weird, unnecessary moment in that children's franchise. Yeah, really unnecessary. Really? Oh, and it pees on him. That's right. Yeah. It gets peed on. Yeah. Oh, my. Michael Bay. Come on, dude. <laughs> it's too late for him. That's uh, how you use Turturro. <laughs> Um, most recently, he voiced uh, Dottore in Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, not Polly Shore's Pinocchio or <laughs> Disney's Wasn't it Pinocchio. his sister that was on The Sopranos? Pretty sure. Was it? That she played Tony's uh, sister. 
Huh. What's her name? I don't think I realized that was uh, John Turturro's sister. Uh, Ada Turturro? Yep. That's Oh, it's his cousin. Ah, cousin. Um, Let's see. We got Peter Sarsgaard <laughs> as the uh, DA. Gil Coulson. Yeah. Gil Coulson, Gil? which was so confusing to me because Phil Coulson yeah. is in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Peter Sarsgaard, not to be confused with with Bill Sarsgaard? <laughs> which one's the Scar and which one's the Sar? <laughs> I think, I think Bill is a Sar. And then, this guy's the one that's not related who's to Who's the Scar? There's Alec. Uh, there's the v- vampire guy, and then there's the old guy. Uh, the old guy. Yeah. Um, and so, all right. So Peter <laughs> Sarsgaard. We're naming a band. Peter Sarsgaard is uh, married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, wow. Or yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, since, yeah, for a while. Yeah. Um, he's, let's see, his first credit was Dead Man Walking. Um, he's, 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 dude's been working since the nineties, like hardcore. He's he got noticed in garden state, at least. Yeah. 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 Boys don't cry. Garden state. He did was kind of, yeah, he played Mark. Um, he can be, he can play a tender role and he can play a bastard role mm-hmm. like a real asshole. He's got range. Yeah. Yeah. No dude's all right. Um, <laughs> In the battle of the SARS and the scars. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> Which okay, Octavius. Okay, Cobblepot. A clearly traditionally Italian name. <laughs> I don't think he's Italian. Um, just, I, I don't know. He was playing like a really like, like good fellas kind of dude in this. Yeah. The gangster voice, which a lot of gangsters in Gotham have. Yeah. Which is I like think a he New was York putting Brooklyn. it on. I think that it wasn't his real voice. I think that he. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Oswald Cobblepot's real voice. Yes. I, I, was, like, I was like, yeah, Brian, playing. you're right. That is absolutely not Colin Farrell's yeah. real voice. <laughs> He's normally got an Irish accent, right? Um, but yeah, no, I think that the character he was playing it like he was trying to fit in with that world. Mm. It was really Sometimes, nuanced, which is weird. Yeah, I, I didn't see him. I didn't see him as a Italian. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't see color. <laughs> Just I see penguins. flightless birds, I see penguins, flight- emus. Oh, we'll get to that. Roadrunners. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, so. We last talked about Colin Farrell in uh, Daredevil, in which he played Bullseye. Yes. Oh. We all remember him from the uh, toll, or what was that phone booth movie, though? Obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Colin Farrell. He's up for, uh, did he get, I think he got an Oscar nom this for uh, Banshees, Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Yeah. Two, um, two people in this movie did. He is absolutely, he steals the show in Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah, he's good in that. He looks like cocaine. (laughs) Who's the other person that did in this movie, Brian? I didn't hear. Barry Keoghan. Oh. Oh. Huh, yeah. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, uh, let's see. Jamie Lawson was in this playing uh, Bella Real. 
that's the mayoral candidate. Um, she was, uh, this was, she, she's, she's had a very short career. Uh, this was her second film ever. She was also in the woman King. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. Yet. I haven't seen it yet either. I've heard it's pretty good. Um, Peter McDonald as Kenzie, the corrupt cop. Um, Con O'Neill as, uh, as Mackenzie, the corrupt chief. <laughs> he's on. That's if, it's, if I'm thinking of the right guy, he's on our flag means death. And oh, he's, he's that guy. He's Taika, Taika's black beard, and he's his like his first mate. His uh, number one. Is that the guy who got eaten by rats? Yeah, he, is he hands? Oh no, 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 I'm no. Sorry, no. my bad. I'm thinking of Savage. I think his name is. Yeah, no, no. The he chief. is on our flag means death. He, he's. But yeah, he the plays. Chief, he kind of talks like this. Yeah, he. I thought saying Gordon was this the same guy that was in Chernobyl as the miners who were digging and they were all butt naked because it was so hot in the tunnels. I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Just he has their a really not even similar. a raspy voice, but like that <laughs> kind of nasally. Oh. oh. So. Yeah, I know the voice. <laughs> if he had a shadow for the movie Us, it would sound like that. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Max Garver played both of the twin bouncers. <laughs> they didn't get real twins. They hired some dude nobody knows and made him like green screen it. <laughs> they paid that's, me for one and yeah, then they lose. That's where it. all that money went was green screen on that one guy in this movie. That one guy. Yeah, the rest was practical. <laughs> And Barry Keegan. They couldn't even do two shots where you focus the camera on the right and there's the one brother. You focus on the left, it's the other brother. They animated him in. Uh, and Barry Kogan as uh technically as the Joker. Just as a friend. Yeah. Did, a friend. Did we, did, did we mention uh Andy Circus? Oh, and oh. At, I skipped Andy Circus. I'm sorry. Andy Circus as Alfred Pennywith. We we saw him most recently Pennywith. in uh, Pennywith. Black Panther. Hello, uh, Master Waynes. He was fucking yeah. awesome in Andor. <laughs> did you ever finish Andor, Brian? Did you ever come around I on did. that one? I came around to it the moment that we saw Andy Circus, And that's not why, but that was right when the story for me started to really get some traction and his arc in that story crushed me oh my god oh so hard just yeah. that moment where they're standing there on the ledge and, and he knew all along just beautiful oh. well written well acted fuck yeah that that might be one of my favorite performances of his for sure oh so good so good i i just uh i loved andor i'm sorry it was like yeah mm. um so um that's about it for the production this film does have uh, some reviews on Letterboxd, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. And on Letterboxd, Mateus says, Buy Panic, five stars. Buy Panic? B-U-Y B-I, as in... Um, oh, as in, it's as close to gay as we're It's as close get, to gay five stars as I could get. As in, I'm having oh. feelings I don't understand, but I consider myself a heterosexual. I want to I'm panic. <laughs> The Batman and <laughs> the Catwoman. <laughs> By panic. 
Panic yeah, is it's, the it's funniest the word. Like you're so afraid you're going to like trip and fall and get a dick in your mouth. <laughs> like, what are you panicked about? I understand confusion and nervousness, and you know. Yeah, you know, I fucking panic. It's it's. I don't even pick up quarters on the street. <laughs> it's, it's the cousin of gay panic, which friends perfected. Um, I know that's why bi panic is so funny. Well, yeah. It's like, it's, I don't know. Um, uh, Hibben writes, better than sex. I've never had sex. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true comic book fan. We need to get that guy on the show. Uh, Ty writes, no gay sex. Half a star. (laughs) And these two. I give that review five stars. Yeah. Yeah. And these two reviews, um, I, I were right in a row. So Camilla writes, the movie was good, but I watched it with the boy who broke my heart. Fuck you, Brad. Half a star. <laughs> you know what? I'm right there with her. Fuck you, yeah, Brad. Fuck you, Brad. Yeah, Brad, fuck you. Um, yeah. And uh, Gavintliv writes, watch this if you're a bitch who likes bitch movies. <laughs> Half a star. Yeah, that's me, good, baby. Good advice. Yeah. Just so was he trapped? Like he didn't catch on until the end. He's like, this is for bitches. Oh, fuck. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> uh, that's about it, guys. Are you ready to jump into the movie? It's my weird parachute cape thing. <laughs> Your flying squirrel flying suit. Squirrel. Yeah. Hey, rookie. <laughs> All right. Uh, I went with Sugar Glider. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's yeah. true. They're littler. Fucking it. We used to own a Sugar Glider. Oh. <laughs> Don't own a Sugar Glider. Those motherfuckers are fucked up. What if they had called him Sugar Glider, man? <laughs> They're fucked up. He, you come into the kitchen late at night and it's just holding a knife. No, no. We you, you, Okay, so they <laughs> All right. Sugar Glider <laughs> Sugar Glider corner. They have these weird curly penises, like okay. like almost it's not like, weird. I'm into that. Almost like duck, about? like corkscrew. Yeah, <laughs> and you. and they're very limber. So we used to like walk into like the room, turn the light on, and he'd just be sitting there in the cage, holding his weird corkscrew penis, just licking it like up and down, staring at us. <laughs> We're like, bro, I feel like you're being judgmental. <laughs> okay, fair. Like a little gargoyle, man. But Weird. just staring at us, holding it in both his hands. <laughs> yeah, the stare, the dead ass stare. I thought you were gonna say like trying to fuck your ear or something like that. No, no. One time I woke. You walked in on someone jerking off, is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah, he maintained eye contact. <laughs> he was in his cage. The power like, move. Those things. You want those, those things fucking stink too. They are musky as fuck. Um, I bet. Yeah. Like Do they, just, oh, they poop and pee everywhere? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. At one time I woke up in the like in the middle of the night. <laughs> I said like it got out of its cage, but I was asleep and I just felt like something crawling on my head. And I like in my dream thought it was like a spider. And I was like, no, no. and like woke up and it like flung it across the room. Luckily, it was a sugar glider, though. So it was like fine. <laughs> yeah, that is the natural instinct. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, fuck sugar gliders. Anyways, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Batman. This is the Batman. We open on a title card and Ave Maria playing. 
It's Halloween in Gotham, the happiest night of the year. The uh, pace of this movie is established at the very beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. The title card takes forever. Around. The breathing and the mask. You have Walking no idea what's happening. Ground. Just five minutes of like, what is happening? Who are we right now? Right. So yeah. We get somebody spying uh, through a window um, on the mayor. Mayor's watching the news about a debate he had with his opponent. It didn't go well. Then he gets murdered by a masked killer. So he got across the street and into the guy's house that fast. Yes, it would appear yeah. so. The Joker is incredibly nimble. The Riddler? The Riddler. Also With the Joker, but the Riddler coat. of this instance. Oh, the Joker definitely is. Yeah, but but the Riddler, he is all over yeah. the place. He's he is. like and a he, magic he's man. He's kind of bulky. Yeah, Paul Dano does not appear to me to be an especially agile guy, but he well, and he's also wearing all that shit too. He's wearing that's what I mean. He's a skinny guy. I've never seen him climb winter gear. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Um, yeah. So then we uh, get some Batman voiceover about how criminals are criminals and bad, and he's there. He's the city. Blah blah blah, Batman stuff, and then he breaks up a gang attack, and he's vengeance. Poverty, poverty's not the issue; it's crime. Yeah, yeah, it's never poverty. <laughs> you know what you could do, Bruce? You could fucking right. like, come on, Bruce Wayne could he, help Gotham. You could do both. You know, in this uh, monologue, he even like sort of talked shit about the justice system and the revolving door, and they're just back out on the street. It, it, yeah. It reminds me of Peacemaker, that episode. Where fucking, you know why he has so many villains? Because he doesn't fucking kill them. He, yes. he puts them in jail and they get right out. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> but also, like, Bruce Wayne's billions could do so much more for Gotham than Batman out there punching, like, yes. like young Latino kids wearing makeup. Um, yeah. So was that just Halloween or their gang or were we supposed to think maybe it was because Joker has already done his thing and got caught? Yeah, I don't know if it was Joker related or not. That's unclear, but it's definitely a gang. And the dude that only had half the face was not fully jumped into the gang yet. No, he had to jump someone. But it was also Halloween. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't fully initiated into the gang because he had to do. Yeah, yeah. That's why the other dude signaled him. If he took down that guy or mugged him or even killed him, then he'd be in the game. Yeah. But you're right. He was only, he's a pledge. Yeah. <laughs> their, their big thing was just punching random strangers. Yeah. Uh, that's that, the video they were watching. Reviews. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a thing. Oh, yeah. I remember a, that. Yeah. What was yeah. it called? It was uh, a thing. It had a, it had like a, a like got caught relaxing. Or... Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so he relaxed. <laughs> We cut to the investigation of the mayor's death. Lieutenant James Gordon brings the Batman with him. The other cops are like, bro, you can't bring a Batman to a cop party. And not the last time. I love that that the relationship is established already. Mm -hmm. We don't get the like, hey, I'm Commissioner Gordon. Hey, uh, you call me Batman. Like, that's so boring. It's like the pearls thing. Yes. Like we don't uh, need to yes. see that again. No, we don't. Right. I was so happy we didn't get pearls. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, let they find a message that the Riddler left for the Batman. 
And then the police commissioner shows up and tells Batman he's not allowed at their cop party. Um, <laughs> Which is fair. It is. is. Fair. It's, a cri- it's a crime scene. He's, he's not a, a criminal. He's a known and wanted criminal. He is. Well, nobody has his resume, you know, and he's not the world's greatest detective yet, as we'll see. But he's- yeah, he comes in and does an investigation. He conducts an investigation. But the Riddler left him an invitation. That's fair. Yes, that is. True. At the same time, find it. He may just be an accomplice. How do you know he's not an accomplice? Cool is a cop. great question. You know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Batman goes home, looks over his secret contact video footage. I love this. I love the color yeah, palette of it. Cool thing. I yeah. love how simple it is. I love that he has buttons that let him reverse the image. Just sync the reverse, print it, boom keep moving like he is processing this information as quickly as possible mm-hmm. it's a practical device I, like, yeah you, you can see the logic in it i re- it's, it's like not overly repellent. not overly technological too it's just a camera yeah right. i i i, I something he should have had all along and the know? fact that it he has to put it on a glass marble for it to be read is another little detail that i really like from mm. like the cinematography aspect of it i was like oh that's cool it's not like a radio with writing to a hard drive somewhere yeah it's a subtle way of of you know pointing out the where does he get those wonderful toys yeah i dug the way i dug the bat cave um in the old subway station or subway lot whatever Mm. Um, yeah yeah that, that was interesting yeah he's not living in wayne manor He's living in like an apartment, like a big fancy apartment in a in a deluxe apartment in the sky, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really I liked I feel like it's, this is the first time we really got Detective Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got it with uh, Bale, but it was like, let me shoot a bullet into a brick and then. 3d image the brick (laughs) yeah yes that's more forensics than yeah that that was csi batman yeah yeah exactly (laughs) instead of like Like after the fact looking at a crime scene and walking the crime scene like a detective would that's right we got the order now we get the law um so (laughs) which uh back at the crime scene he was like he just walked up to this uh the the dent in the floor the bloody dent no one had noticed. He mm. just walks up, looks down, doesn't even say anything, but the woman notices. It's like, oh, I better take a photo of that. Like he's noticing stuff that they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh we find out that it was twenty years earlier that Thomas and Martha were killed. Which while- I just slow clap for this reveal that it was twenty years ago, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Exactly. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Thomas was running for mayor. We meet Alfred. Alfred, as usual, is worried about Bruce. There's a there's a really poignant moment of the camera thing, and he's talking to him like, what are you doing? Oh, you were there. Do you know about this already? You were there. Go take a shower. And he sees the scene of him seeing the kid on the couch, the son of the mayor. Mm. And Alfred is connecting all the dots, like the emotional dots of like, oh, this must have fucked him up, man. Yeah, that that carried a lot of weight with it without saying it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Alfred walks in with a cane. Um, I don't recall if that was uh, from anything else, but in Earth One, um, he was Alfred was much more similar to um, 
this Alfred, uh, the Earth One. Um, he was like a, a former uh, Marine. He had lost a leg uh, or half a huh. leg and walked with a cane. Hmm. Fought in the um, Falklands or something. Something <laughs> like that, yeah. Uh, well, it, um, Michael Caine talked about being a soldier. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, this is on, Mongo, on, I think. on Gotham, the show, he very much. Th- this is also the youngest. You know, I've noticed <laughs> Batman's Alfreds are kind of like the the uh, Aunt May's in the Spider-Man <laughs> movies. They just keep getting younger and sexier. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not shying away from it. <laughs> By <laughs> panic. <laughs> <laughs> By panic. Uh, so, um, the following night, the com- police commissioner disappears. Um, Batman and Gordon discover that the Riddler left his thumb, uh, a thumb drive, if you will, in, yeah. in his car. To to Josh's point about him not being the best detective in the world, God, Gotham's police force is completely useless. They didn't check the garage. Right. They didn't check every single surface in the building that the mayor was killed in. Because if I got murdered in my house, you know, the cops, well, the cops probably wouldn't do shit because I don't have any money. But like they'd look through my shit. They'd be like, we should probably yeah. look through all this shit and see. Just you know? look in his car. Yeah. Like if you have a dozen cars, they're going to look at all dozen cars. Yeah. yeah. They are. Um, there was blood on those scissors. And his thumb was missing. Yes. Like, <laughs> like guys. Yeah, and his thumb was missing, man. What the shit? Where's his thumb? You should go looking for it. Jesus Christ. Uh, like, I guess he just lost it. Everybody is a bad detective in this movie. Yeah. They uh, assumed it was a trophy. Yeah. They did. A lot of assumptions in this. <laughs> yeah. But this I guess you have department. to in investigation. I mean, assumptions are strong. Or maybe that's not it. But yeah. I mean, you have to make jumps. Yeah, leaps conclude. in logic. Um, so, uh, they see, uh, pictures of him with a woman, Annika, at the Iceberg Lounge. It's a nightclub operated by the Penguin and Falcone. Uh, Batman goes there. He busts in so he can talk to the Penguin. Uh, Penguin says he doesn't know anything. But then Batman notices Selina Kyle. Uh, he follows her home. She's Annika's roommate. We forgot to mention, for sake of narrative, there is a drug on the streets of Gotham. Mm. We're not quite sure how long it's been there, but they're called drops. Yes, I, it was some classic fake movie drugs, which are yeah. always great. It's, it's like cool. the opioid e- epidemic, or it's, you know, yeah. it's an analogy for that. This is about as good as that kind of thing gets, though, because it's one word. It makes sense. You drop it in your eyes. It's unique. You know, yeah, yeah it's drop, not like drop head. Yeah, it's not like they're doing red dog shit. Like, or like, yeah, how dumb it usually is. Yeah, they're doing molten thunder. <laughs> they're or doing some that chemical sweet, name. That sweet Shanghai red. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't tell you anything. Mountain Dew cold blue. <laughs> <laughs> beast mode. Like, hell yeah, I'll take the beast mode. Be like, did you hear they changed heroin's name to Starry? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a labeling problem. The heroin rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> we got the oh. best mark. Like you got to sell cocaine. It sells itself. <laughs> it does. It really <laughs> does. Uh, so, okay. um, yeah, he follows Selena Kyle home. Um, 
uh, Annika's upset about something and scared, so Selena dresses up as a cat burglar and breaks into a mansion. She's trying to steal something out of the safe. Batman follows. They get there's into- a there's a moment when she jumps off of her balcony and Batman is watching her and she just whoop, 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 lands and walks away. That is the most cat like thing any character in any movie has ever done. Like the movie Cats. Like <laughs> this, this is way more cat like. <laughs> Release yeah, the crap. You know she butthole. has a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way that um, Selena is handled in this movie is almost identical to year one. Mm-hmm. Like the way they meet and the way they, yeah. Yeah. The backstory. Right. Other than Falcon being your dad and the iceberg club. But yeah, like yeah. all the cats and protecting a younger lady from the street. Yeah, uh-huh. she took in a stray. Yeah. Um, I say all the cats because in the comic, there were some really interesting panels of like silhouettes of cats following her wherever she went and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. I, even her look, even her half mask that she kind of put together. Yeah. The similar the, to year one. Weird ski mask that she just kind of slid yeah. in, basically. Well, she's counting on God. It's not even a ski mask. It's blindness. like a beanie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a beanie. She covers like... her nose as that's the most identified. <laughs> like you're calling dispatch. What do you look like? His nose was like big. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really liked another thing that I like because they they do a lot of them, Catwoman and Batman together, which is kind of a beautiful thing because they are a great match. They're very different, but they have similar goals. The romance was forced, but yes, their yeah. dynamic is very interesting. Always she, was. She rides by on the motorcycle, but you and we're seeing it from the view of his headlight on the motorcycle. But you see him run up to the motorcycle. Batman has been walking this whole fucking movie to slow music, but the moment she zips by, you hear him going <laughs> and start his bike and haul ass away. Like it's the one time he is struggling to catch up, which mm. I thought was he a nice his, little touch. He missed his bus. <laughs> I've been there. We've all run. That's yeah. Damn it, I have to run. <laughs> so uh, we see that she was stealing Annika's passport. They head uh, back to Selena's apartment together. <laughs> She's got some cats. Uh, the apartment's been ransacked. Annika's missing. Uh, she drinks a lot of milk. She does. She's re- she's not lactose intolerant. That's one thing I know for sure about Selena <laughs> Kyle. I'm super yeah. super I, tolerant. She's definitely farting a lot later. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> of milk. Totally. Laying in, in the in, in that cat outfit, just <laughs> just farting in the leather. <laughs> it really soaks it up too. Um, By panic. Um, <laughs> I, okay, again to bowel, the bowel, uh, intrusion. To the Batman. to the Batman and Catwoman thing, when they first when she figures out that wh- what does he say to her like what are you doing? She starts kicking at him, and he's just kind of parrying everything one handed like he's Neo in the Matrix. Yeah, and she just continues to ramp up the extreme. She is then like, oh, I have to kill this guy, I guess. And he just you can see him ramping up his like parrying of her. It's really well blocked, but then he grabs her and tugs her around the wall before we even know what's happening. Yeah. And then she catches on, and then we see what's happening. Well, from a really well written scene, which was just the the police uh, walking in because because they, they heard because that was the the mayor's mansion. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes, it was the mayor's mansion. But um, no, no, no. What he says to her is, "You're really good at that." Which from the get go, it's like a playful, oh. fun relationship between them. Yeah, you got a lot of cats. Got a lot of cats. You got a lot of cats. Still the funniest moment in this whole movie. Male. 
uh, the yeah. cats like him. <laughs> they do. They're they're like yeah. all over him. Like yeah. he's bathed in uh, catnip or something. He's probably <laughs> he probably bathes in milk because he's a billionaire. No, no. He has on his belt. He has a can of uh, bat cat repellent. <laughs> cat attracting spray. <laughs> repelling spray. That's a, not repellent. Yeah. Attracting. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, they see, uh, <laughs> they see on TV, one of the Riddler's TikToks, um, where he admits <laughs> to the mayor's yeah, killing so and shows that he killed the commissioner. Um, they, uh, Batman, can we, can we just briefly talk about that? He is incredibly online. His mm-hmm. presence is incredibly online. He's savvy. He's raising money. He's, he's an influencer. A, a team. He is a. He is. He he's like a, a Twitch streamer. You know. It's like, yeah. Uh-huh. I. I would argue that he's still uh, less evil than PewDiePie. Um. <laughs> a smaller footprint, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting, though, because he would be international if he were. If this were real life. If this were our world. Yeah, I wouldn't just be Gotham. <laughs> They'd be like, "Damn, right. that guy in Gotham's got the right idea. I should go beat up right. the poor in my city." He yeah, he would kick off the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Do people think that he's Batman also? Because I was kind of under the impression that people don't know if he's Batman or not. Huh. I don't know. I don't I mean know. they prove that nobody does. They even prove the Riddler doesn't. You know, yeah. it's a bait and switch. You think for a minute he does. Because yeah. there's a number of times when people say there's a vigilante out in the city, and I don't know if they're talking about Batman or the Riddler or that's true. There's probably two different them. distinct camps. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like people that believe he he's righteous. Yeah. And, and people think that he may be the Riddler or is in cahoots with the Riddler. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh Batman and Gordon look at the commissioner's body. <laughs> they find another riddle for Batman. Uh, Selena said, wasn't it in his mouth? I was it or, no like that. No, the wait, it was the 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 maze thing. Oh, it was the yeah. You're uh, right. The, it's not in his mouth. I don't think he has a there's mouth left. A little secret compartment. He does, so, probably doesn't have a mouth. It's left. a button. <laughs> it's the button. He pushes a fucking button with a little symbol on it. Yeah. He, uh, uh, is that the? Is this the riddle that has the um? Rata alada. Yeah. Okay. Do, can I go on a short, short? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, Andrea pointed out while we were watching it, she's like, this dialogue basically feels like the Batman TV show back in the day, just like delivered very seriously. So, uh, here's some dialogue. Um, that, that, that Colson said cops protect the rat. Maybe Kenzie's a part of it. You think Penguin's the rat? His club caters to the mob. Maroney was a regular. Penguin would have been privy to a lot of dirt, and the DA was a regular too. Maybe Penguin got himself into some trouble, and making a deal was his way out. The Rata Alada. What? Riddler's latest. The cipher in the maze means a rat with wings, like a stool pigeon. <laughs> Penguin's got wings too. Time for me to have another conversation with him. Oh okay, here, God. here's uh. So Chief O'Hara is saying here. What does a turkey do when he flies upside down? Robin, simple. He gobbles up. Of course. And number two, what weighs six ounces, sits in a tree, and is very dangerous? Who couldn't get that? It's a sparrow with a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the rhythm of those lines and the the order of the conversation, it's just very similar where they... 
they talk back and forth about the most ridiculous possibilities, ignoring the most obvious possibility. Right. I, the I, bat. A rodent with wings. You don't think a bat? We all think of a bat. Yeah. But penguins. Instantly. The penguins fact they didn't wings. say it was so irritating. Yeah. yeah. It, it felt like an episode of the old Batman, just a little darker. I wonder That's if a great observation. I, I really wonder if that was intentional or I wonder because yeah. there are a few beats throughout the movie that that are like that. I mean, you got a lot of cats is is was very Adam West. <laughs> yeah. Like it's punchy. Like it's like somebody really, really they were like, We gotta trim this dialogue down. You know, well, I mean, they're yeah. not whispering in this moment. They got to be talking fast. Uh, Once she pointed it out, that's all I could hear. You know, yeah. it's it's just that the voices are different and it's much more serious. But like their conversation about what that riddle could mean is straight out of 66. You yeah. know, you, you stool pigeon, penguin. It takes us. It takes the penguin to to explain. That's a it's, fucking it's so satisfying when yeah. he does, too. Uh, which yeah. I think was the reason why they were so obtuse with their interpretation of it was that we could so we could get that delivery. Sure. Well, yeah, and we had to write that I mean. chase uh, in I, somehow. I maybe kind of with Thoreau, Thoreau's idea, like it, I think it was intentional at it, times. You know, is like this, that, it's crazy how much this draws on the source material of Batman. It really like, is m- more than anything else before it. Yeah, it really does, um, and. <laughs> Yeah, this is a really, really, I don't know. This is a really interesting Batman movie. It really is. Uh, the whole um, um, kind of like a, a like 90s fetish it has going on with like grunge emo Pattinson or grunge emo Bruce Wayne and the Nirvana going through it. Um, all of the source material pulls from like it's a really interesting Batman movie. He's about my age, and I, I think the nostalgia towards Nirvana is different for me than it is for you guys, um, because I wasn't a teenager when that came out. I Absolutely, was a small child. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because that's that's like a textural thing. Almost but but also Gen Z is starting to the '90s is their decade it's that cool. they're '70s. Yeah, it was like yeah. '70s for us or '80s for were for, for ten for yeah. you, Brian. Yeah. Exactly. I hadn't thought about it before, but is this supposed to be taking place in the 90s? No, they have smartphones and... Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. But Matt Reeves did a great job um, since Tim Burton. That was the last director that put Gotham in a time and place that's unrecognizable and you can't yes. quite pin it down. I absolutely appreciated that this is not just Chicago. Right. I mean, 100%. Nolan did well. Nolan put it in in a real universe, and good for him. But yeah, you can do a lot more if you can't pin down Gotham. Mm, yeah, well, and that Gotham was industrial. The Chicago Gotham. Yeah, this Gotham is lived in by people who may or may not have jobs. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, almost like a uh, you know a Chinese walled city kind of situation. Yeah, well, everything is self-contained. Nolan's Gotham. There were only banks, restaurants. And what schools bridges yeah, and bridges <laughs> yeah, so many bridges. Um, so, all right. Uh, Selena goes into the uh, iceberg lounge with the uh, Batman's uh, camera contacts. in. I hope he cleaned those um, <laughs> real. She's getting real time. quick uh, plot point. Uh, the note that was just found said, find the rat, bring him into the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another clue as to what they're like. 
penguins live in the light. <laughs> God damn it, guys. Um, so, yeah, uh, she talks to the district attorney, Gil Colson. Uh, discover- he's partying there. He's doing some drops. Um, it, uh, she discovers that uh, the commissioner and Gil are on the payroll of Falcone. Um, oh, Gil. Oh, Gil. <laughs> oh, he's Gil. on the payroll. Finally on the oh, payroll. The and then he gets clubbed to death old, like, old, like old Gil. Old Gil needs need to win. Um, the, the wolves are at old Gil's door. Uh, I would never, Cookie. I'm afraid of you. It's, <laughs> it is amazing how much weird little uh, things The Simpsons has kept alive. Jude has no idea what uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross is or really even who Jack <laughs> Lemon is, but he knows old Gil. Yep. Layers like Shrek, I swear. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, then uh, it also seems like Selena probably knows Falcone. Uh, Batman asks her about it, but she gets mad and takes out her contact lenses. Do you have a relationship with him? Mm-hmm. She says, I do not have a relationship with him, which... Mm-hmm. Which seems like she is being indirect, but she's being very direct. Yeah, she does not have a relationship with him. It's, you know, it's because, which is the whole crux of like her issues with him. This dialogue is really, 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 really concise at so many moments in the movie. But this is one of those moments where I was like, fuck, she's telling him what is up without saying like, yeah, he's my father. We don't have a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after leaving the club, Coulson gets kidnapped by the Riddler, who puts a blinking collar on him. Uh, later, Batman and Gordon meet to whisper at each other. Batman tells Gordon he thinks the Riddler's targeting people connected to the case that brought down Maroney years earlier. Um, we cut to the next day. It's the mayor's funeral. Uh, Bruce shows up. Uh, and suddenly, during the funeral, a car bursts into the church. Coulson's driving it. He has the bomb strapped to him and a phone taped to his hand. We see Bruce save a kid. Yeah, Bruce saves. We also see Bruce engage with the guy in the audience who says, what does he say? Like, ah, he was just another rich asshole. You know, none of this shit matters, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Who we then see later on in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's a... Running theme throughout this movie. It's a real snobs versus slobs kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, bef- before the uh, car driving into the memorial, um, Falcone tells us that uh, Thomas Wayne saved his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was from kind of from Long Halloween. In Long Halloween, Thomas Wayne saved uh, Falcone's son's life. Mm, yeah. uh, brought him in because he couldn't take him to a hospital. And I know that it's um, the uh, the the reporter and Falcon later that really gets to Bruce, but he seems upset just by the fact that his dad had saved Falcon's life. But his dad was a doctor. Yeah, he has to he criminal has no or not. Yeah, that's yeah. His, that yeah. is his oath. He, he like, literally says person. Hippocratic oath at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't stand over a dying man if you have the ability to but, help. And Batman doesn't kill people right he might beat them to death and paralyze them but yeah not to death almost to death 
I do. I did appreciate Gordon's um, when Batman says no guns. When Gordon says that's your thing, not mine. <laughs> yeah, a beautiful exactly. moment. You get fired if you don't carry a gun as yeah. a cop. Yeah, yeah, in America. Yeah, probably uh, most times. Like you went out with any weapons? I was, uh, I was sleepy. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, the uh, brute uh, afterwards, uh, they've evacuated the church. Uh, everyone's gone except for Coulson. Uh, Batman comes in. The Riddler calls him via <laughs> the Colson's phone. He threatens duct tape to his hand. Yeah. So I have a question Look. about the the car through the funeral. Did Colson drive that through the car? He got out the of the driver's side intentionally, yeah. or was he like, did Going somebody to- tape a brick to his foot? Like he drove through a crowd of people. He yeah. was instructed was- to. I guess oh, that's he, true. He I blow up your head if you don't. Hands, but also, we he saw he had to hands. go up the steps because there were steps there. He had to drive up the steps through the front uh, door. Yeah. Um. That can't. That's that's not an easy drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it just shows the the weakness of these characters. You know that they were willing to kill a bunch of people at a funeral mm-hmm. in order to possibly save his life. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I thought the Riddler had more to do with it. You know, like revved the shit out of it. Right. Yeah. And then, and then just popped like, it into jump drive. <laughs> yeah. Or or it was a Tesla that had gone haywire. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. The um, autopilot. Yeah. The steering wheel came off. <laughs> yeah. Once, Make and a once U-turn it hit something, and resume route. It went back to manual driving. Because <laughs> it was what he a charger it into or a gear. Mustang. He was pushing. He was trying to jump start it. Up a flight of stairs. <laughs> what, what about down? No, up. Um. So yeah. Uh, he wants Colson to answer answer riddles. Um. He answers the first two. Stupidest but, riddles. Yeah. Yes. These are not difficult riddles, Riddler. These, right. these are like a young boy's first book of riddles. Riddles. Yeah. Sometimes it's poetic. Sometimes <laughs> it's you know it's just like it's oh. obviously justice. Yeah. At this point, he wants them answered. Yes. Fair, but Colson. No, but don't they feel yeah. like Frank Gorshin riddles? They do. They really do. And this. I get what you're saying, Al. Especially Ugh. in that circumstance, it's a timed situation. Yeah. I, I, I get he's it. And ma- he, he, he goes up a little bit with each one. He's he's making them easy for this DA. Well, yeah, once he goes, Colson. The ones he's still not making it, yeah. easy are still pretty weak sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he knows that they are misinterpreting the rat without wings or rat with wings thing? No, already? I don't think he knows because at, I don't the think end, he knows. at the end when he says you're really not as smart as I thought you were. That's true. Right. That's true. He does tell right. Batman. You're kind of Yeah, dumb. he's kind of disappointed. <clears throat> Maybe that's why like I was He's like saying. these riddles Maybe are That's why he comes down like Jesus, not even Batman can figure out that's a And <clears throat> And Oswald tells him it's the wrong conjugation, but still, yeah. rat or rodent wings. Did well, we already rat. get literally rat? Not rodent. We didn't get to the car chase, right? Not yet. Not yet. Okay, good, uh-huh. good, because I got thoughts on that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. They are really easy riddles, and Batman really doesn't get them. Like, so, do you think that because of this, as we're just because we're already on this riddle thing being overly simplified? Do you think the next time we see the Riddler, he's going to have more complex riddles or even simpler riddles and uh, tied to a, you guys were so dumb last time. I'm making it really easy. I mean, like, 
I don't know how many have seen the show Gotham or watched it through, but that Enigma, first of all, is a great rendition. So is their Penguin. But he has clues throughout the show, or he has riddles throughout the show, and they're more complicated than any of the ones Wow, happening here. <laughs> then again, a movie, I think, has a, a larger audience that they're trying to reach. So and and more limited that. time. More limited yeah. time. I mean, let's... I, okay, it's not the riddles. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this the wrong way. It's not the riddles. It's how long it takes Gordon and Batman to figure these riddles out. Yeah. You know, well, like Oswald was speaking for all of us. Like, yeah. are you guys idiots? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so there's something simple on the surface that makes them miss uh, the deeper riddle. That's how I am with puzzles. Okay. So I kind of, I feel that I'm a relatively intelligent human being, but you give me a puzzle and I become very stupid because I overthink it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, mm. I totally buy both of those expl- explanations out had that, you know, they're simple so that they'll get them. And then also hiding a larger, I mean, I just kept, which, which we literally see that actually, because it's under a rug. I just, I just kept thinking of seven. Literally hiding a bigger picture. What's that? I just kept thinking of seven. Those were very, they weren't, those, those were puzzles that were actually, that, that I felt actually were like, like not clever per se, but I, more cryptic. Yeah. Well, the murder, but there weren't really clues left at each scene other than the sin. And so they start, they were able to decipher what, the next sin might be yeah but. yeah fair enough i don't know um so no no I, I, but i agree it was very seven like yeah yeah very much um this reminded me a lot of like the 70s dirty like like the like seven like the fincher fight club seven um i feel like there's yeah. other and to be fair that had that aesthetic in the 90s and to be uh, fair like a long time of spider uh, i'm trying to think of oh, other yeah. mysteries that yeah. were similar not just mysteries but like the whole aesthetic of the film like that dirty grungy kind of like Everything is happening in a tunnel. The crow. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's in a tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Bruce is still young and he's still learning his chops. Obviously, he hasn't been working with cops long. It's been Gordon. And what's interesting, I'm just thinking about, we have seen Bruce go off and train physically and in combat and stuff, but we never have seen a fix on who who helps him with forensic science. I guess Alfred. It's it, It's blue. Yeah. Blue has some clues. <laughs> <laughs> Let's black and blue and dead all over. It's Batman and his Hal Blue. Oh, God. Is that what happens in the so, sequel? Blue dies, so he has to oh, a child man. from the circus. <laughs> and then you have to find clues. So Batman, Batman, wait, wait, he was the, the Joker. He, Batman picks up one of the Jokers and Phillips is like, we just got a letter. We just got a letter. <laughs> What were you say? <laughs> Sorry, Al. So Batman <laughs> takes a bomb blast to the face. Yep. <laughs> yes, and, and he doesn't even turn black. <laughs> he's completely uncharred and no less pretty. <laughs> he didn't even and, have the classic black. Like, like the Wiley or Or the cop in, in Jingle All the Way. So I, was that an, <laughs> was that like a, was that an actual bomb that was made to explode outwards and kill everyone or was it literally made to explode inwards and just kill Gil? Old Gil. I interpreted that as like a particular type of incendiary device that was made to burn hot but not expand fast enough to crush people. 
that would make sense. But also Batman knows he sees the timer. He knows it's going to go off and he just keeps getting closer and closer. And he sees it counting down to like two seconds. Like, And what's what's funny is like one thing I really, really liked about this Batman was how practical his bat suit was, mm. especially the boots. And I know lots of people mentioned the boots, but like I that was a very practical outfit. Good to fight in thin, but not packed with much armor as previous Batman. So yeah, he's standing in front of a bomb. We see him take <laughs> we see him take quite a bit of small arms fire though throughout this. He does. Movie. Yeah, so, he does. So I it's think it's armor, don't get me wrong. It's, but it's armor. My question about him being it in the like armor. His body. Most Batman they put him in the costume and they grow. He yeah. just saved a kid in a suit. But then he appears from the fucking wings in his Batman getup. Yes. Where got them city faceplant. Was was he like did he have it like Spider-Man, like webbed to a fucking wall? Well, or there, like a- there was a passage of time because they burst in, they all run out. And then we cut to a little bit later when the cops are all cordoned around. They've got the bomb ro- robot in there. The bomb robot. It I takes assume, a while for the bomb robot. I assume he was in. changing in his car. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> he probably went out to the car. <laughs> I, I didn't even the, consider the, the car. The bomb robot was changing in the car. <laughs> the bomb <Whatever>. robot. <laughs> the bomb it's it's robot. my time. I got to go. <laughs> got to look good. Um, uh, it's also, that's where the Bruce Wayne, you know, Gotham's first son thing comes on in. Because, mm. like, it can be explained as the first whiff of danger or chaos. Get, you know, protect him. Get him this, like, the Beatles running to a limousine kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> is Batman? You know what I mean? Like, get him out of stupid here. after getting blown up in the face. Is does he make, <laughs> does he make some <laughs> bad decisions as a result of a concussion? Yeah, I'm thinking about he that. I'm like that he, rat riddle after. Well, he doesn't like like it, that. Might be an aspect of this movie that I missed is that he takes a serious blow to the head and TBI. is and is not thinking clearly for the rest of the movie. That could be. I mean, honestly, like he's got serious Homer Simpson brain after this. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, um, they blow up Coulson. Um, and um, what the Riddler wanted was the name of the informant who gave uh Gotham City PD the information that led to the Maroni's bust. Um, and Coulson is willing to take it to his grave. Yeah, Coulson's like, no. If I'm dead either way, and if I tell, they'll also kill my family. So. Oh, that's fair. That, yeah. Okay, the family. So the, uh, the I keep wanting to call him the Joker. The Riddler is working this problem on multiple angles. Yeah. Because if this had come out that it was Falcone, who cares yeah. about a rat with wings at that point? Because the cops are now going to turn their gaze towards him. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe that's him trying to get Batman to go. I was just going to say, I think that's why he thought they were working together. The Riddler would try to expose these people, and then it would be Batman's job as vengeance to come in and deal with those people. Yes. Well, and that's what the Riddler thought was happening. The Riddler. That's what I mean. Yeah. He thought they were working together. Yeah. He gets kind of pissed when he realizes they're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he thought he was just setting up the pins for Batman to knock down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classic yeah. anti-hero villain. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the cops take Batman into custody. They decide not to take his mask off until he wakes up, which seems like was the worst yeah. time to do that. Well, also, we should probably examine his skull to see that there's not like a fracture or blood or whatever. Yeah, shrapnel. No, right. no, no. <laughs> We're going to take him unhandcuffed and just lay him on a table in the middle of the police station. So yeah. I, it's I like also, he, he, I, 
I think that the the cowl is not easy to remove, unlike uh, previous Batmans, like uh, the one that peels off. Like oh, it's a single use. If bat you're suit. rushed into an ER and you require surgery, they cut your clothes off of yeah. you. But I hope I, you're not wearing your favorite shirt because I don't think cut I don't clothes. think there are clear buckles or anything that you can pop oh. that thing off with. And I think the cops were looking at it like they probably would have taken it off if it well, could because just be there isn't off. a clasp. It has to be flexible. Yeah, well, I mean, they could have pulled it up over his eyes. Whatever. It's odd that they respected that when yeah. they clearly have no respect for him. They see him as a criminal. Yeah. It was a, like, no, no, I think, that, I, think a large element, I think a large you element, think it's a fourth and fifth element deal is, or a is, amendment deal is fear. Also, I think they're afraid of Batman because well, they, sure. they, they, I mean, they watched him walk up to a bomb and get blown up and survive. They know that he's been kicking the shit out of people that they can't catch. Like I, I and think that, that makes sense, but I mean, cops should never start cops before are notoriously no. afraid. Also, that's why they're always fucking shooting people. Um, yeah. But I think that, that was also I think that was an, uh, the subtext of that was not just that they were respecting his Fourth Amendment right to search and seizure or whatever. Is it the fourth? I think it is the fourth. But, I think yeah. uh, fourth. fourth is uh, illegal search and seizure. Five is incriminating yourself and your right to reasonable privacy, et cetera. Yeah. So I, I think that it, I, I don't think it was that I because the cops don't care about any of that shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> um. So. Gordon helps Batman escape. He jumps off the building and becomes the sugar glider. <laughs> I am. But again, I, pr- practical uses. Telling Those Gordon exist. Gordon telling Batman, punch me in the face and run. Mm-hmm. They're and, in cahoots, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I loved, I loved, um, I loved Batman. Um, it's, it's Batman year two. He's not really used to the heights yet. When he gets to the building, he's like, Whoa. And like takes a minute to decide he's going to jump. He's not swinging around the rooftops yet. Yeah. We, we see his boldness in so he walked up to a bomb, Mm -hmm. but he's trying to shoot out. He's young and reckless, but he's trying to shoot out very reckless. Uh, And we see it. We see it at the end too. We'll get to that. But yeah, you see him finally become the bold Batman that we know. it was cool watching him walk through that club. You know, visually it was pretty fun, but yeah. that's very anti-Batman, especially he himself said, I am the shadows. You're walking through a club like you right. have like a leather duster on. Walking experienced, the club like, what's up? I got a big cock. Yeah, exactly. Experienced <laughs> Batman doesn't come through the front door. No. Yeah. No, no. he does not. He appears well, behind Oswald and I, in I, his <laughs> office. And I really appreciated how at the end, um, when he does the classic like down through the uh the 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 skylight thing at the end, it like like he's finally becoming Batman, the one we know. Yeah, he's, well, he's and I there, think he's yeah. learning from Selena as much as he's learning from his experience. He's watching a oh. cat burglar and going, Oh, I can do that too. Yeah, yeah I can use that's, use that's my environment to I can propel be sneaky. me. Yeah, yeah. Parkour. So, good point. Yeah. He wasn't trained by ninjas. Yeah. Right. So uh Batman and Gordon meet later for some more whispering. <laughs> they decide the informant may be the penguin. Uh they track him. Fucking whispering, man. I know. Uh, I know, point, but every time there was a high pitched ringing or whine. Oh, oh it's all you could hear. So high. It's all you can hear. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's overstimming me just like, ah. 
Yeah. So, and I can't imagine how else you still suffer from tinnitus, right? Like that's got to drive you nuts when it's me. So, the, so loud. They, <laughs> tell us about it, Al. <laughs> Walk us through. No, let's talk. Let's not talk about my ear problems. Okay. Um, but give yeah. the people what they want. Tinnitus. <laughs> medical information. Uh, so um, they track. It sounds like cicadas. It sounds like cicadas in my ear. Okay, moving on. Uh, they track. Yeah. They track the penguin Close. to a drug deal. Selena arrives to steal the money, discovers Annika's body in the trunk of a car that belongs to a cop. That's brutal. Yeah. That's a brutal yeah. moment for her character. Absolutely. Just a literal dead end. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it's done. It's just me and the money now. Well, right. That's the moment of like, if you if you ain't got nothing, you got nothing to lose kind of thing. Yeah. Like she was she was being careful because she didn't want to get her friend dead. And well, her friend's dead. So it's like, all right, I'll bet her off. And they don't think that it's her. They think that it's him. Yeah. Hey, vengeance. Yes. Right. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. They don't for a second suspect her. She is yeah. absolutely so much sneakier. <laughs> I remember watching this in the theater and being like, holy shit, man. How is she going to get out of this situation? How is Batman going to swoop in and rescue her? And apparently he says, uh, you know, I'm vengeance apparently to everyone because that's how <laughs> yeah. other people refer to him. It's like, is that on his LinkedIn page or something? <laughs> like he's Batman. <laughs> but, uh, hey, vengeance. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, they end up doing the car chase where he's chasing the penguin in uh, the wrong way down a freeway initially. And then uh, the, they eventually get into the correct lanes. Um <laughs> and eventually he is able to capture the penguin who is in a car that rolls like seven times and is fine. I've rolled over yeah. about that many times and I'm still okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Impressive. I was going about 92. Oof, oh, did so. you go that many uh, flips in the air before you yeah. oh, made shit. contact back? Yeah. Wow. And there were about eight of us in the car and everybody survived. No real injuries. Oof. Cars are built pretty tough for rollovers. I did a one roll once, and that was enough for me. I'm done. Yeah. We rolled about six times. Um, It was good. It was a good night. It was very exciting. (laughs) Uh, I was not driving, um, needless to say. But yeah, that was my thought. I was like, ah, I believe it. I believe it. He landed upside down. Afterwards, were you like, I'm vengeance. (laughs) I'm vengeance. I was like, we got to get out of here. (laughs) It was an older car. It probably uh, had a steel frame. Yeah. Uh so but a lot of people died in this car chase. Yes. True. Yeah, yes. just not the people that Batman intended to kill. Right. Batman's like collateral damage is fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm willing for everyone around me to die, just not the criminal <laughs> yeah. I'm targeting. I just, yeah, I just don't kill criminals. Yeah. Like, I, didn't I, kill. Think, I think you ruptured that, his spleen, that, Batman. That truck driver whose truck like flipped over and is on fire. He's fine to die, though. He's dying a horrible we, death. Also. We never see Batman call EMS or anything like that. Yeah, he doesn't pull. Yeah, that's not a corrupt a corrupt cop situation. That's a, This man needs medical attention. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't pull he the doesn't, criminals out or he anything. He doesn't have Jarvis. They're dirty you know? cops. I'm not calling them. To what? To cone off the highway? You're not calling them? Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. He doesn't have a... Alfred's not watching or, or checking in with him like, Mr. Wayne, oh. he went left. Mm-hmm. 
it's just Batman. Yeah. 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 Alfred is really not involved at this point, or just barely involved. He's like a concerned parent who hears about it the night after. Yeah. Offhandedly, after. he says he's been looking at the cipher, but he doesn't come up with much information about it. Yeah. 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 Um. So after the car chase, he captures the penguin. Him and Gordon learn the penguin is not the informant. And speaks better Spanish than both of them. Yeah. Absolutely. For an Irish Italian guy in a fat suit. <laughs> Who doesn't know L and La? I mean, that is yeah. a fair question. Who <laughs> Yeah. For real. Uh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he helps to reveal another clue of the Riddlers. They uh log on to aim and chat with him for a while. Um it's the Matrix. It is. It's the Matrix chat. <laughs> <laughs> Is the Riddler Matrix. like a... I remember when my dad sat me down. And gave we, me that. We, we find out he's a forensic accountant, right? Isn't that what he did as a, for a living? Yeah. He's not a fucking computer programmer. Who wrote that that like program for them to communicate in? Yeah, I mean, he could, oh, yeah, he, huh. could, he could be able to do a little programming on the side, but I don't know how difficult it would be to create a DOS chat program. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be easy, I guess. Two ends, just connecting them over a phone line or something. I don't know anything about computers. So. But the Riddler is a multifaceted individual. It is. Renaissance yeah. man. It is. You should see the watercolors he does. Well, he's an autodidact. You know, he didn't get a very good in, uh, education. Mm. Sometimes that inspires people to, out of revenge, educate <laughs> themselves. With. Uh, so, um, yeah, Batman and Gordon... Follow the clues to an orphanage that was funded by the Waynes. Uh, it was uh, the, the the old Wayne estate. Yeah, that's why he's Wayne. not. That was that's old why he's Wayne not, Manor. That's why he's living in the uh, the deluxe apartment in the sky. That's right. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> the the old Wayne Manor was donated to be uh, the orphanage. That's right. Uh, but uh, it burned down. It, it didn't burn down, but uh, it caught fire at some point. So. Yeah. It was highly damaged. Um, yeah, so it's an abandoned <laughs> house, and they're both so shocked to see drug addicts squatting yeah. inside. I mean, and they also, Who's that? The Waynes donated this to be an orphanage, but they didn't cover the insurance. Apparently not, yeah. Well, the funds were diverted. The, the, uh, yeah, way the renewal cool. funds. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's what it, it, it turns into the Phantom Menace pretty quickly. Mm. Like, Right, trade uh, commission, trade delegates, trade, trade delegates. Like, yeah. yeah, like if I were twelve, becomes, I would be lost immediately. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it becomes a bean counter pencil pusher. It becomes yeah. Chinatown again. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's oh, okay. It's bad whole... accounting. It's fraud. It's shit that Sideshow Bob has pulled. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So um, they realize that he's going to target Bruce next. Worried about Alfred. Uh, Bruce rushes home, but he's too late. Alfred's already in a coma. He got a letter bomb an hour ago. Um, and I think this is another intentional reference to the show, as I was saying earlier. So I looked it up. Yeah, Aunt Harriet was the character on the TV show. Mm. And apparently she was the maternal aunt of uh, Dick Grayson. <laughs> oh, is no. what the is what Google said, hmm. but I think it was another nod to that because we've never seen Aunt Harriet again or the the character equivalent. And is this the first time that Martha is in Arkham 
that she's part of the Arkham family? Yes. I almost feel like it's the first time we've talked about the Arkham family. We Jonathan Arkham may have been mentioned. Um, who's who was the director of Arkham originally? Okay, but yeah, I was no, wondering if I think this is the first time that there was another first family. Yeah, I I like this choice. Me I thought too. this was the cool. Rockefellers and Morgan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. essentially making them the two biggest families instead of just Thomas Wayne being a successful billionaire doctor. Yeah, yeah, I which think is this weird. was yeah, it was a well used device, and then when it comes up later that you know. Your dad wasn't corrupt. He was protecting your mother mm -hmm. kind of thing. It makes yeah. a lot more sense. It, it Yeah, it makes that weakness. Well, and it's 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 legit. In, it's interesting that she had what could be inheritable um, mental issues. Right. Yes. Because could Batman be is a crazy from, person. It yes. could be anything from schizophrenia to Huntington's or, you know, these yeah. different neurological uh, diseases. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I went into Obama for a second. Uh, <laughs> diseases. Uh, so um, Bruce is sad for a little bit. He is looking at the Riddler's clues, trying to figure him out. Then Selena <laughs> contacts him. They meet. She wants Batman to help her get the cop that had Annika's body in his car. Batman suspects her of getting close to Falcone to set up the heist. She admits. He's her illegitimate father who never loved her. Then they do the kissing. After this is he talks some mad shit to her that almost is like jealous gaslighting. Like he seems jealous of Falcone and her. Like you have a relationship, you know. Like it's and and he talks. He calls her a lot of mean names. He does. And then it's like I love you, baby. I I like this honestly. I Good. liked how much he overstepped and how much he realized he overstepped when she says, "He's my father, you piece of shit." Yeah, again, yeah. he's learning. He still makes yeah. assumptions. Yeah, yeah, he's making so many mistakes. Yeah, he's like Spider Man she, making all these mistakes in his first movie. Yeah, yeah, very um, much. At this point, she kisses him. Yes, yeah, she yes. initiates. Yeah. Batman only wants to fuck the city like the spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I like to sit on a gargoyle with my pants off. And just <laughs> like, and like, like Homelander. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the moonlight. Drinking milk. Uh, so uh, then the Riddler makes another TikTok uh, with evidence that Thomas Wayne hired Falcone to kill And a, a really, really catchy dance. I got to say, <laughs> the dance in the second TikTok, <laughs> I learned it. I'll, I'll show you guys after the show. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He dabs at the end, and it had that. No, it had that. Oh no! Oh no! No 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 no! Song. No no no! Yeah, that. Uh, so yeah. Um, <laughs> or was it? Here comes your boy. Uh, yeah. So to, uh, anyways, so a journalist was writing a story about Martha's family history of mental illness. So then Bruce goes to visit Falcone, who tells him, "Yes, it's all true." Um, I really liked the contrast of Batman busting into the club, whereas Bruce can just show up and get in to see Falcone with no problems. Right. Well, and looking really troubled, too. Yeah. Is the way that he played that, because part of me thinks it was him putting on his already existing emotions as a front. Like, as a front. I, he, he's clearly feeling very exposed in that moment, but like, Fuck it, I'll play it up if that'll get me in. Mm. I'm Bruce but, Wayne. I just came to party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and chew gum. And I'm almost out of gum. Uh, 
It's um, it's as if for, well, see, in that universe, Bruce Wayne is almost like a Kardashian to Gotham. Yeah, like love him or hate him, everybody knows who he is, yeah. and he can walk in the. You know, as much as people would love to tell Kim Kardashian she can't come in, nobody does. Yeah, yeah. no, you're gonna make so much money off of just people coming to see the place they were. Right, like of course he can see. Yeah, the potential value of him coming in is interesting. Yeah. The like the, like the twins at the door. They didn't have to check with him. They're like, oh, you're Bruce Wayne. Yeah, of course you can come in. And the I, doors, yeah. I just, I really loved the contrast of Batman having to bust through and then Bruce just, please come in, Striding Mr. Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this this is the rule of threes. We get this again one more time afterwards, too. But yeah. this is a great way to set up the second entry into the club. Mm-hmm. Is. Yeah, so uh, Bruce then goes and confronts Alfred fresh out of his coma, which is kind of a dick move on Bruce's part. Yeah, he's like, I don't remember a lot of things. Bruce. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm really unclear on even where I currently am. <laughs> Not everyone can take a bomb with just a towel around their neck yeah. <laughs> with just a cape. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he says that Thomas... Uh, asked Falcone to just scare the journalist into being quiet. Um, then after uh, words, Thomas planned to turn himself and Falcone over to the police once he found out he was he murdered the journalist. And Alfred thinks that Falcone had Thomas and Martha killed to quiet them. Whereas Maroney had just uh, told Bruce Wayne that, uh, I'm sorry, Falcone Uh-oh. had just told uh, Bruce that he thought Maroney had him killed. I'd kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Alfred sets him straight. Yeah. Sort of. And yeah. it's one of the more satisfying explanations for, for what happened to the Wings. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, totally. This is the best, rather than randomly being murdered. Randomly random going murder. to the most dangerous theater in Gotham for some reason. <laughs> to see the dumbest movie ever. <laughs> and walk down Crime Alley. They kept like, it. Like, I want to go down Sugar Plum Alley. No. <laughs> They kept, yeah. Why'd they go through the alley? Go out the front door, guys. Um, well, because Bruce was scared of bats in the oh, opera the or whatever. Oh, yeah. He was a deflator mouse. mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Bruce sees the bat signal. Him and Gordon show up and they find out that it was Selena. Um, she's got the cop that hit An- Annika's body. I almost said Anakin's body. Annika's body. Uh, She plays a recording that Annika made where Falcone, (laughs) in the most John Turturro fashion ever, kills her for knowing that he was the informant that gave up Maroney. She recorded her demo. So she knows because the mayor told her? Yes, because she was sleeping with the mayor and the mayor told her. So it was pillow talk with the mayor that revealed the whole thing. She's like, oh, Mr. Mayor. And he's like, you know what? Falcone had Maroney. He turned. <laughs> hey, whatever well, happened to mayors wearing a big sash that said mayor? And and I think oh, like Quimby. Um, God, this is this episode's full of Simpsons references. Um, As a government employee, I wish that we all had to wear sashes with our job on them. I think everybody yeah, should. Sort of I think a, it, a lady we should bring Starfleet sashes uniform. back. You know, everybody has um, to wear sashes sash. back. Uh, I think that it wasn't just pillow talk, though. I don't think that he was just like, yeah, you know, one time I had. Thomas Wayne killed. He had taken her passport so she could not travel. Mm. He was probably telling her, I'm a fucking dangerous man. I've yeah. had people killed. 
Like, well, I mean, the taking I know of the people passport. Who can kill you. The taking of the passport is totally a like human trafficking thing. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Like once the once the women are in this country, they they confiscate all that shit. Yeah, that's one of the what's his name, uh, Andrew Tate. That's what they've been saying is he. Had, yeah, uh, he was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, Clear signs of that behavior. Yeah. So uh, let's see. She plays the recording. Selena wants to go kill Falcone. But Batman says, no, don't kill him. And she gets all quippy and leaves to go do it. Oh, yeah. She's like, I thought you were vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. She's right, though. But yeah, but the whole movie is about the corrupt system. Oh, she is right. She's right. Absolutely. She's absolutely right because the whole system is corrupt. And he's like, give him to the system so he can pay. It's like he is the system. That's what you. That's what you're finding out. Yeah, he's been the guy. The cop just she said he's been the mayor him. for over 20 years, and nobody knows it. Ab- right. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let Selena kill her piece of shit father. Yeah, it's absolutely. her father. That's that patricide. You know. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I let's. I refer to Inigo Montoya versus the people of <laughs> Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so uh she goes to try and kill falcone he overpowers and is gonna kill her batman and gordon arrive uh they save we her get, we get to see batman do the aerobic run down the wall or acrobatic yeah it's also aerobic he's running yeah. where he but runs acrobatic, like the, the parkour type like, yeah. yeah runs down the wall of that abandoned under construction building mm-hmm. that yeah, was i really think you cool. said it earlier brian that he's he's slowly getting his gumption yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. The like after is... after the sugar glider thing, he's probably like, you know what, heights aren't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I might have rolled yeah. my ankle. He's like, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna climb up this motherfucker because uh, Ben just Affleck need a rope. is always weirdly in a corner, <laughs> <laughs> just clutched into a corner. <laughs> Alfred comes in and ben he's Affleck. like, he's like just doing that in his bedroom, not dressed as Batman. <laughs> Put the sandwich on the table, <laughs> wearing a towel in the bathroom, hiding in the corner. <laughs> like I just got out of the shower. <laughs> It's too cold out there. He's like, quit doing that shit. God damn it. Like a sugar glider holding his penis. <laughs> in both hands. Alfred walks in there. Why is it corkscrewed? Why is it four feet long? How do you think he got Jenny from the block? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> four foot long corkscrew penis. They're leaving the cl- They're leaving the club with Falcone in custody, and the Riddler shoots him dead from a with a sniper rifle. I mean, it wasn't that far away. It he was probably shot him with a handgun from up there. Probably, yeah. It was across the street. Also, that's the angle that all of those photographs were taken from. Right? There's so many photographs. Why did this they is never- yeah. to Josh's point of him being a bad detective? Where the fuck were these pictures taken from? These seem to be taken on different days. Mm-hmm. I should go look in that apartment building across the street from the fucking iceberg lounge. Even the cops right. should have tried to figure that out. That's like investigating anything 101. It's called canvassing. It's canvassing an area. You go well, door to door. Did you see or hear anything? And the police, I get it, because they there's probably a zone of like, don't mess with the, the iceberg lounge because... Falcone's in there. All right. He's yeah. granted, and he's he's the granted protection to Cobblepot so he can run within the shell of Cobblepot's gang. Because he's it's a shell game, basically. You know, like yeah. no one knows that Falcone runs the club within the club. 
Yeah. But you Within would think you're right. Forget the cops. Even forget Batman. You would think the thugs at the Iceberg Lounge would have cased the building across the street, if not owned it themselves, because yes. there are high, a high profile people coming in and out of that door that could be assassinated. So yeah, Riddler was up there the whole time. The two twins you, are just playing you, what fucking Uno. You'd yeah. you'd think that they would have had because that is Falcone. That's his office. That's where Falcone. You think that they boxes. would have snipers up there? Yes, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, you'd think he would also own that. Yeah, I would have believed a book depository kind of situation more than I would have believed this. Now that I'm thinking about yeah, it, like that, or another his, abandoned his building apartment. Yeah, but yeah. after 20 years of running the city, he's got to be comfortable. I could see some reasons behind that making sense. Like it, it makes sense. It's just an oversight. It doesn't detract from anything. You're right. Yeah, it doesn't make the story like, bad. Yeah. No. So um, the Riddler is caught. He's revealed to be uh, Edward Nashton, a forensic accountant. Um, they put him in Arkham. The cops go through his stuff. They find a bunch of ranting, rambling diatribes and puzzles and whatnot. Comic book note. Um, uh, DC changed Riddler's surname to Nashton in 2013 hmm. uh, from Nigma uh, during the new 52 reboot. <laughs> I think Nigma was a little too on the nose. Oh, no, yeah. uh, but they I loved it. I they should have changed Nygma. it to Ligma. It's <laughs> 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 Ligma. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the Riddler wants to see Batman. Batsy goes to visit him in Arkham. The Riddler, <laughs> the Riddler tells him he took inspiration from him when targeting the corrupt, thought they were working together, and he gets upset when he finds out that they weren't. And at first, Batman himself believes that um, Ed knows that he's Bruce Wayne. It's so much so that he looks up at the CCTV camera, mm. you know, like wondering if it's being recorded. But then at the end of the conversation, he reveals that he doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is, but that's just, that should be our next target. Yeah. I love the fact that we all thought like, oh, my God, does he know? Does he, he know? Yeah. Does he know? Wow. He's known this whole time. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he know? And we're doing the same equation that yeah. Batman is doing as Bruce inside mm-hmm. the Batman suit. Like, oh, shit. It was he, a great could tell everybody. Mm-hmm. It worked really well. And at this point, I thought the movie was over. Yeah. Same. I remember thinking, wow, what a weird, quiet way to end this movie. He locks up the criminal. The system works. But then there's still an hour left of this movie, you guys. Yes, but, it's incredible. All right. Well, I'll but then, then the the Riddler sings. He has a lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, um, Batman goes back to the Riddler's apartment, and luckily, there's a cop there who has a cousin in the in the 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 carpet, carpet business. business <laughs> um. And he finds his plans to blow up the city. Turns out the Riddler had a Patreon. Um, I think I think this <laughs> this cop though, the thing that bothered me the most about this cop, he I think he's a Latino dude. I don't know. I'm just judging on the way the Martinez. 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 His last course, name is his Martinez. Brother installs car carpets. Yeah. Nobody asked him, hey man, how do you interpret El Rada Elada? Because we don't know. We're a bunch of fucking dummies. Holy shit. Good point. Yeah. He's a yeah, he's his last name is he answers Martinez. The, he answers the carpet question. Uh, yep, the labor. What and what bothers me about this scene is that that uh, that carpet uh, Tucker, a, Tucker, um, 
It's not in an evidence locker somewhere. Right. It's still on the ground. Just sitting there. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, never mind. Continue. Maybe he had more than one. Yeah. But... So, anyways, uh, he yeah, the Riddler had a Patreon. <laughs> he was like, hey, guys, <laughs> smash that like and subscribe button. Andrea uh, made that same joke. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, he planted car bombs all around Gotham and his, his online no good Nick friends intend to help his plans to assassinate Look, they weren't the cars, they like. were a bunch of vans down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, seven vans along the seawall. Seven vans for seven, seven brothers. brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you got yourself a moving company. Uh, <laughs> The plan is to flood the city. Right. Okay. Yep. So, so is Gotham New Orleans? Oh yeah. Does, I, yeah. Because because New York set, doesn't have a seawall necessarily, right? Manhattan is. It's not under uh, sea yeah, yeah. level. Um, New Orleans is below sea level. I I think that this was a commentary though on. Get to say it, climate change. It, it was very much oh. like them mm. saying that in the future there will be seawalls oh, I, everywhere. Mm. Like, I you know, took it as reality today. And Gotham is so heavy that it's just sinking. Maybe so. Or the oceans rose. So, because oh, of oceans I, rising, Gotham sinking. Yeah. I, uh, both. I also, t- I mean, I didn't think too much about why the seawall was there, but I, I took it as another point of like money was put towards civil engineering projects that never got done correctly. Mm. You know what I mean? And Riddler knows that. Some car bombs, powerful as they are, like would be able to break the levees because all the money went to Falcone instead. Makes sense. Um, so the yeah. city floods. Um, it's a city of several million people. <laughs> like I know they're like everyone go to the football stadium. <laughs> be like I don't think we're all gonna fit. I said go. And it also floods. <laughs> yes, because it's apparently like not at the top of a hill or anything. Uh, yeah, tons so why of uh, go skyscrapers, there? even yeah. abandoned ones. Yeah. But no. So uh, the uh, the Riddler's followers attempt to kill the mayor-elect. Batman shows up. He smashes through the skylight. He does some Batman punching. Selina get, goes there, too. She uh, helps and saves Batman right at the end. He, he puts, like, some green juice in himself. I assume adrenaline or something. Or it's like it's green cocaine. <laughs> that's Drops. the best guy. Green, green liquid co- cocaine. That's cocaine. That's yeah. That's uh, what uh, they make in the sequel to Breaking Bad. Actually, uh, it's just Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's, it's cocaine code blue. Con- concentrated Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, Oof. So yeah. In afterwards, the Riddlers get angry. Oh wait, 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 wait. Small point. Uh, one of the bad dudes uh, calls himself Vengeance. That's right. And Batman's like, oh, maybe I don't want to be vengeance anymore. And and that bad dude is <laughs> the dude that he talked to. That's the guy he talked to at the funeral. Yeah. Same dude. Um, the so. script called him bitter nobody. <laughs> I guess well, so. And Real snobs and versus the, slobs. The bitter nobody said what a renewal didn't help my daughter. So it's not about him even. It's about his kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Riddler's mad that Batman stopped him. He makes friends with another inmate. Uh, then Batman meets Catwoman one last time. She wants Batman to go upstate with her and her money. But he's like, no, I'm here to help the city. I'm I'm not vengeance anymore. I'm Batman. Uh, one last thing in the in the this the flooding arena. 
<laughs> when the wire is hanging down and all of those people are in it, you see them all looking at each other. And then we look over at Batman, who is just, he just jumps. Yeah. He just does the thing. This is the moment in my mind where Batman was like, whatever, I'll cut a wire. <laughs> you know? like, fuck. Yeah, he's not afraid of anything anymore at this point. Because no. he is now like rectifying with all of his mistakes that he's made and that kind of thing, too. Yeah, no, no. This is, I, I, it was a really, really great um, turn from him being one. The young and experienced Batman to the Batman that we know. Yeah, yeah, that arc was clear. Um, so yeah, Batman and Catwoman drive their motorcycles in different directions, and credits roll. That's my least favorite part of this whole movie. Yeah. Is the weird riding through the cemetery on motorbikes thing. <laughs> yeah, like racing it, each other. Yeah, it should have just ended. Mm-hmm. With them on the fucking roof, with him looking up to the damn sky, because that shot had me. Yeah, that, I was. I never felt an emotion towards a Batman character ever mm. until that moment when he, like, the lady is like grabbing his the arm. And he's like, moment. "Get your, he's like, get your poor hand off me." And he's like, "Get oh, your <laughs> dirty cat <laughs> hands off dirty. me." And, and, and he like puts puts his arm on her, and he's like, "Oh," because the lady they're strapping into this into the. The, what's it called? The stretcher. Yeah. Flying off from the helicopter. And he just like comforts her. And she's like, don't let me go. That whole moment, man. I was like, Fuck, man, this is first responder porn kind of thing. Like, I don't know what to call it besides yeah. like, it, yeah, it was heroic. And so much satisfying. New Orleans and 9 11 and things that, things that we don't see those images anymore um, because I guess we're not seeing those kinds of things happen. But it's also that it's shit. Too. It's the same shit with Spider-Man. Like, oh, we like him because he saved us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. He's a good well, guy. And it, there's one thing to be fighting crime and stopping criminals. And there's another thing to be doing good. Right. They're, it's they important. It's connected. You know, they're not exact. There's overlap. But doing good right. deeds is not the same as I punched a bunch of bad dudes to death. Or not the same as, uh, you know, Superman. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it seems more human. Whereas the yeah, I am a do-gooder. It, it was more Batman realizing that yeah, he has responsibilities beyond crime. Yeah, absolutely. Which is a turning point in that character's. Evolution. Did anyone sit through the credits to the very no. end? I don't think. Uh, so. Wasn't it, there a Joker it, laugh at the end or something? No, no. It was just uh, the the DOS screen saying goodbye. Yeah, with a question. Mark. Yeah, but isn't there uh, isn't there the scene with the Riddler and the Joker? You only hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we mentioned it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we mentioned oh, okay. it. Made a friend. Yeah. What is it that? Uh, what's the What's the riddle that the Joker says to him? What's something that you have less of, uh, but when you have one, it's more valuable. That, yeah, it's more friends. valuable. The fewer of them you have, something like that. Yeah. And it takes the Riddler way too long to answer that one. Takes yeah. everybody. Yeah. But again, that's, that's giving us the audience. They're they're to the lowest common denominator of, of movie yeah, watchers. It's, it's not unintentional. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so, um, any final thoughts on answered questions, guys? No. I have one. Where will they take us next? I have one unanswered question. So, did he have the barista put that question mark on his coffee? <laughs> I wondered yes. that too. <laughs> I, I mean, you can do it, it with a stir stick, but it doesn't come out quite as clean. You yeah. know, you have to do it 
with the steam wand. He he's probably been practicing. <laughs> he does that to all his coffees. Yeah. Yeah. It, this guy who also, was so hard to catch probably puts question marks on everything. Did yeah. we connect the Ed, Edward? It's Edward Hopper, right? Who paints the the uh, Nighthawks in the, the dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. That Hopper, yep. such a great homage to that shot, but a yeah. Gotham style shot of that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that was cool. So um all right we ready to rank it then fellas yeah so i mean somewhere near joker is okay with me i liked it better than joker for sure i Same. did too um this, uh, this i don't like it more me, than future pat this reminded me of deadpool in the interpreting the original comic in a way that was so true to the comic that it surprised me at multiple points. Um, like, wow, I didn't expect them to make that choice. That's that was my thought. Was like, wow. So where do you think? It, like, between Deadpool and Captain America: First Avenger, I know that's above Days of Future Past. But. No, but that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. it's not a hard and fast. I can put it in there. I personally like it better than Batman Begins, but I. But I also ba- like it. I also Batman feel like we Batman eighty nine. I feel like we made a big mistake putting Batman Begins above Batman eighty nine. But you know, we've made a lot of <laughs> our list is garbage, and we know it. Um, I mean, Swamp Thing is far too low. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I absolutely liked it better than Shang Chi. Oh, we're talking about Captain America, Deadpool. Um, Al, what are your thoughts? I, I I'm all over the place. With, with this, it, I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, after Ant Man, we we could do what we did for our one hundredth, like episode where we reviewed the ranking. Oh yeah, we made some, cha- we made could some def- changes. We could definitely do some tweaking after we get through uh, Ant Man. But um, all right, so um, uh, yeah, I, I I don't want to put it. I I don't really want to put it. Above the the Spider Man, Homecoming, Far From Home, uh, our Spider Man no, no. block, the Spider Man district, or the, the Spider block, yeah. Um, <laughs> Same. I don't want... I, it's not going over that. Um, how about how about we stick it in between First Avenger and Spider Man? That's kind of in the middle of where we're all talking. Okay. Al Brian. Uh okay. Um perfectly cromulent. Better better than First Avenger? Worse than not as good as First Avenger. I liked it as mark. I liked it better than First Avenger personally, but it's you know, it's I mean, also yeah, so I like a lot of hours things. long. Put it below Deadpool? In between Deadpool okay. and First Avenger? Cool. Yeah. All yes. right. All right. Let's do I it. think that was Brian's first suggestion. Yeah. All right. We are putting that up. happens more often than I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> we are putting the Batman in between Deadpool and the first Avenger, which means we are done with it. And next week on a harmless phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Morbius. <laughs> oh, God. I cried Morb, Morb, Morb. <laughs> We're, it's it Morbin, Morbin time, time. fellas. <laughs> yes. That is next week on Armless Phosphorescence. Until then, this has been your host, Throw Smiley, and this didn't go like I thought it would. I'm Josh Cece, and uh, what is a room that has no windows or doors? 
You know I'm bad at riddles, Josh. <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm going to go relive my time in the circuits and try and figure out some riddles. I'm Alaric Weber. It's okay. I'm wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. That's what you said last time. That's what you said before the colonoscopy. Yeah. But still fingernails. Um, <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.